What's going on, everybody out there? Welcome to What's Up Danger, the Deathmatch Wrestling Podcast. We're going to call it the Midwest. I kind of screwed up my own uh, my own name as we were just talking about it. We were talking about the- <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all good. Midwest Danger, Deathmatch, and Wrestling Podcast. My name is Max. I used to be a member of that Catfish Cult. I think you guys might remember it. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> my co-host, we're going to be joining you every couple of weeks. Formerly the Man Bun Ref. Sean Patrick O'Brien. Sean, thank you so much for joining us on this hey. journey. Thank you, Max. I appreciate it, man. And uh, I really appreciate you uh, inviting me along on this journey because, you know, I'm, uh, I was telling you before, I'm, I'm a fan of your work and um, on the, uh, the, the catfish cult. Is that what you called it? Yeah, that's what <laughs> we're calling it, catfish cult. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, uh, I really appreciate you uh, having me on and, and, ha- and, uh, starting this journey and seeing where it may lead because uh you know i love to chop it up and i love to talk and so do you and uh both of us you know follow quite a bit of wrestling um i yep. work for uh way too many companies <laughs> and uh keeps me busy um so yeah I-, I feel like we're gonna have some great con- yeah i think i think we will as well and i'm trying to get my foot in the door with some of these companies i my dream is to be a ring announcer someday so uh hopefully someday i can parlay this into some ring announcing that's that would be the ultimate goal of this for me. Uh, but why? Before we get rolling on this, we're gonna. The main thing we're gonna do on this show is, I feel like there's a lot of deathmatch and wrestling podcasts to focus on the East Coast and the West Coast, but the No Coast guys don't get a whole lot of love. So we're gonna focus right. on the Midwest shows. Obviously, KOD doesn't exist anymore, or not really. But Terminus Survival. Nick Gage Invitational, the big shows we're still going to talk about. Carnage Cup, we're still going to talk about that stuff. But our primary focus every every other week is going to be on the shows in the Midwest. Sean happens to work a lot of these shows, so we're going to have a you know that background on a lot of the stuff. And it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Sean, before we get any further, why don't you plug your dates you got coming up? Uh, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um I have a ton of dates all the way until December, but I'm just going to stick to July for now because we'll have, you know, more, more time to talk about the rest of the shit I got going on. (laughs) But, uh, for sure, let's see. Um, of course we're going to get more into, um, into this tournament and this weekend, but, um, on the 12th and the 13th of July, I will be in summit Illinois for the resistance. Um, they have, you know, their, uh, men's and women's deathmatch tournaments. We're going to talk about that a lot more and get into a lot more detail into that um, here in just a minute. But uh, but that is this weekend. Um, on, on the 19th, I have Optimum Pro Wrestling, which is a new company here in the area um, that's doing some really cool things. Um, and they are actually uh, getting ready. They're actually on that show. They're going to have Young, Dumb, and Broke from up on the East Coast. We were just talking about the East Coast. They're going to be uh, down in my area on the 19th. On the 20th, um, Grindhouse has its Summer Sweat Fest. That's uh, Two Tough Tony and Rudy Switchblade, their school. Um, they do a big um, uh, w- a weekend show where they bring in all kinds of different people. Um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it went black on me. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, and then the 26th, 27th, and the 28th is going to be an awesome, huge weekend. I, on the 26th, I got Paradigm Pro Wrestling which is in my area at the arena. Um, on the 27th, I have Black Label Pro. Um, Ricky Steamboat is going to be at that show. It's called uh, Drop Kicks and Dragons. It's going to be streaming live on independentwrestling.tv. And then on July 28th, I have Glory Pro Wrestling. 
Um, I can't remember the name of that show, but I know Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is also going to be at that one too. So I'm going to see one of the greatest wrestlers of all time all weekend, and I really cannot wait for that weekend. Um, and then also too on that Black Label show, I got a I got a plug. Um, the rematch, Larry. Larry F and D. I'm trying not to cuss too much because I want to keep it semi-professional. Larry D versus Jonathan Gresham. It's gonna be fire. Independentwrestling.tv, um, and I will be all over that website on the 27th and 28th. So that is my July. Um, you know, keep myself busy. So, uh, so yeah, man. <laughs> that sounds awesome. One thing I wanted to uh, touch on is Sean and I live in the same state. But we could not live further apart if you put a gun to our heads and made it. I am an, <laughs> right. I think I think we're six hours apart, which there's not a whole lot of states that you can live six hours away from somebody. But we live no, I live just outside of Chicago. You live just outside of Louisville. We live in right. separate time zones in basically different planets. I live yeah. in Chicago suburbs of Rush and Hustle, and you live, you know, in I live in, in Jeffersonville, which is Jeffersonville, literally right across the bridge from Louisville. So, which is famous for four, first forty-eight, and um, well, there's some recent news. Live PD, live PD's there, yeah. Live Let's... PD, we got that in Jeffersonville. You're right. Yep, I forgot about live PD. Sixty days in, any show yep. on A and E right now has got Jeffersonville all over it. So, yeah, we're famous for that crap. Yeah. Right, anything have... that has anything to do with law enforcement <laughs> and, and we and have <laughs> and we have the new show uh the first responder show is actually taking part with our sheriff's department up here so i'm also oh, in a pretty wow, crime-ridden okay. area and, right, and full yeah, disclosure yeah because you're, yeah, you're not far from gary indiana so you correct. know <laughs> and full disclosure to everybody i used to work for lake county sheriff's department i i used to be uh, a gun-toting badge-wearing guy i've left that that uh that life behind me you can ask uh, some of the workers i will partake outside uh, and uh, uh, in some of the nefarious activities that take place at some of these wrestling shows. So uh, I've left that life behind us. I didn't, uh, I just, um, I don't want, there's somebody from a past life that might like to throw some things out there later on. So uh, I just want to get everything out there right now. I did used to be a cop. My real name is Todd. And um, aside from that, there's not any shadows in my, uh, in my background, but there's, there's somebody out there that's laughing and going to try and throw that back in our face at some point. So just get it all out there now. But It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. And homeboy, you can bring it whenever you want. I'll happy to send you my address. Right. So, <laughs> I'll put that out there. He's going to be one of the first people to download it. I'll send you my address. We can handle this like hillbillies outside anytime. Right, and, and, and you know what? And, and, and most importantly, we appreciate you listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be sure to give us a like on, uh, on iTunes. Five stars, brother. Please. Uh, <laughs> also, if you know how to get a podcast on iTunes, shoot me a message because I'm going to need to know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So, the main reason we're doing this show tonight is to discuss these uh, the Resistance Pro shows coming up. Like Sean said, he's going to be working both of those shows as the main ref. His backup's another friend of the show and a friend of Deathmatch Wrestling fans everywhere, John Gray. Um, yes, so th those two great refs. Uh, a little bit of background on Resistance. You could follow them on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash live, die, resist, backslash, you know, just your typical Facebook. Or And you can buy tickets directly from them, which I'm sure they'd much prefer you do than use any of the other things. And that's at live, die, resist uh, the, the events will be taking place at the Spark Resh easy for me to say the spark recreation center in summit illinois it's literally right off the highway sean would you say what five minutes off of 57 
Yeah, if that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's real close to the highway. It's the the easiest place you'll ever park. It's in this massive park complex that yes. like we got there for what was the last GCW show? Um, I can't even remember. Oh, but we're, Manson it was and Gage. the back to back. Yeah, Manson Gage was yeah. was the main. I know. I got the, they had the back to back shows and, or uh, yeah. Raver or Oren and um, Eric Ryan just put on probably match of the year that night yes yeah uh, yep yep anyways we got there i, I would say last the, one's left last, last one's, one's left, left. That one, yep, yep. that one yep we yep. got there at probably five the cool thing if you're not from illinois the illinois gas station sell cold beer in the gas station i stopped and got a couple of six packs drank in the parking lot drink a beer with mancer drink a beer with a couple other guys. Did not drink a beer with any wrestlers. Sorry. Did not drink a beer with Mancer before he went and worked. That would be dangerous. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mance comes out with beer, so right. I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you get there early, you party in the parking lot. The Illinois cops are pretty cool about, about that. I mean, don't be disrespectful, but you're going to be fine. Um, right. So it's, it's a great place to kind of parking lot party ahead of time. Uh, Friday show. Uh, gates, uh, I think gates are at doors are at six thirty, and yep. the show starts at seven thirty. Which it's a wrestling show, so we all know that means nine. Um, <laughs> Hopefully by eight. <laughs> yeah, there's like, what would you say, a half a dozen or a dozen bars within walking distance? Yeah, uh, yeah, at bars and restaurants. There was a yeah. really fire Mexican place that we went to that was right down the road. That was yeah. delicious. But yeah. And then it's a, it's a, you know, everybody kind of shit on it on at 400 degrees because they said it looks like you're in a lit up gym, high school gymnasium. It looks that way on TV a little bit. It's, it's not in a high school, first of all. It sort yeah. of looks like a gym, but it's a super easy place to watch a show. The bathrooms are easy to get to. Mm-hmm. With it being so well lit, it's very easy to watch the show no matter where you're standing. Like I, I bought a second row seat and then they forgot to put my name on a seat so um brett just goes do you mind standing and i go i guess not can i have 15 bucks back (laughs) and he said yeah and then we went outside and smoked a cigarette so i don't know what happened there but um you know even standing the whole time you can see everything with it being so well lit so it's an awesome place the staff is super friendly it's just an awesome place to catch a catch a show it's not like uh some of the other places i've watched wrestling where you're kind of you feel like you're intruding on their place you know right yeah i agree and um and also too uh because you know that's where resistance does all their stuff too and um and so the last let's see i've been with resistance since their second show i think either second or third show and uh, and every time I, I i go up there like i said you know um the the mexican joint that i was talking about is actually open like late so we usually stop in there about one or two o'clock, o'clock and they're able to get yeah are they up until three yeah okay yeah well then see there you go yeah so <laughs> i believe you know what what spot i'm talking about <laughs> i know what spot you're talking about yes i've uh yeah, yeah, i've so, partied out that but... way a few times yeah okay and then the address if you guys want to write it down it's 5700 south archer road summit illinois 60501 and the reason I, i'm giving you that is because so that's where the venue is i will tell you there's not going to be any hotels close, but you can look at all sip and some of the other towns around that area. We're talking less than an hour from my house. I know that area pretty well. Um, there's some pretty cheap places to stay, especially when you get around like St. Xavier, the college that's right there. So um, you know, if you're going to come up, you might as well catch both shows. 
I think the two-day ticket is 60 bucks, and you're going to get to see some of the best men's. I mean, if you look at the men's tournament, there's we were talking off air who we think is going to win, and there's literally five guys that could win this. Oh, yeah. um, Definitely. The women's tournament, I don't know women's deathmatch wrestling as well as I should. I figured that out today as I was doing the notes. But the women's show is just as strong when you look at you know when you look at these girls. So I think For it's sure. going to be uh, be amazing. But you know, with- um, when I was you were talking about you know preparing our notes and and uh, and one of the first things that that we're going to go into is trying to seed the tournament. I had more trouble seeding the women than I did seeding the men, and not just because I didn't know them. But because I was like, man, this girl could go in front of this girl, but then this girl could also go in front of this girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's stacked, and and the and the men's were the same way. There's a couple of them where I'm like, they could go either way. You know what I mean? So for sure. But let's go ahead and and break down the men's tournament. That's going to be on Friday night, July 12th, which is four days from when we're recording. Hopefully, this goes up Tuesday morning. I'm still playing some games with YouTube. They don't like the name, so it's going to probably be under my name, which if you found it, I don't need to tell you that. But yeah, it'll be, uh, hopefully it'll be up Tuesday morning. We'll we'll share it on a bunch of things, and if you're hearing Yeah, we're going to share the hell out of it to to make sure it gets out there, so. But so, Sean, do you want to break down who's in the tournament? Uh, Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, Hold up, let me... uh... I know you're on your phone, so it's a little harder. I'm on a laptop, so it works a little easier for me. So, yeah, but I got it pulled up right here. I got okay. the the notes that we were preparing earlier. So, oh shoot, where they go? Hey, why don't you go ahead and go on and do it? And so, in the tournament, off, and then I'll list off. Uh, then we'll we'll get into talking about it and, and breaking them down and each guy and all that. So, yeah, because I'm trying. My phone's acting too slow. Sure, I got you. No problem. We got G Raver, Aiden Blackheart, or Invite. Marcus Crane, Madman Pondo, Schlack, Masada, and John Wayne Murdoch. That is a list of hitters. If there is one, there's not a there's not a night off in there. Nah, not at all. And so many potential matchups. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's one of the craziest things. I was actually messaging Aiden uh, a few minutes before we started recording. I'm like, hey, you know who you're working in the first round? No. So. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, I, yeah, and who knows? You know, the boys will never give uh, the media a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of info. But I, I tend True. to believe that I tend to believe the boys might not even know who they're working yet. So that's that's awesome. That this is going to be a true. You know, it's kind of um, when AWR kind of did their thing. They didn't release a whole lot of the stipulations for the second and the third round uh, with yeah. their tournament. They're like, if you want to see it come, I think that might be what Resistance's plan is with this tournament. If you want to know who's wrestling who. Come or buy it on pay-per-view. Right, right. Except except the resistance won't be under time constraints. <laughs> right. There will not be a concert in exactly four hours and 30 minutes. Exactly. It's going to it, it could go on. No, nah, hopefully it don't go all night because I got a ref. So. <laughs> but, uh, man, but, yeah, man, it, it's a stacked tournament, dude. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> So the, the first question I had for you, Sean, is how would you seed this tournament? What, what If you're making a one through eight on this, and I know if if I ever ask you a question that makes you feel like you're in a bad spot, because you got to share a locker room with these guys. You know, you got to yeah. don't ever hesitate to say, you know what, Max, I'm not doing that one. But uh, well, you want to go ahead and seed this tournament? No, I, absolutely. I will. And, and before I have to premise it by saying, because um, I know he's probably listening, 
Um, but you know, one of my best friends is in this tournament. And so it, it was kind of actually two of my really, really close friends are in this tournament and I actually seated them kind of low. And so, um, just because this tournament is so stacked and, and some of the guys are in for them, like it's hard to, you know, it's hard to, to, um, to compete with their accolades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but at the same time, uh, we'll get into, you know, further stuff and, and, and I'll, there, there, I'll, I'll do some, uh, uh, I get some brownie points back. We'll put it that way. <laughs> sure. um, but the way I'm going to see it. Do you want to start with number um, eight? Uh, well, number eight uh, might be a little bit surprising to some. Um, but my number eight is actually Pondo, Madman Pondo. Um, okay. You know, Pondo's, uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, when you have a veteran um, football team or a, um, or a veteran NBA team who gets into the tournament um, surprisingly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Pondo's in the tournament. He could surprise a bunch of people. Um, but you know, I, with, with all the guys that's in front of him, um, I just don't see Pondo winning the tournament. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I actually see him kind of with the lowest chance, um, that could shock. I mean, we could be shocked. You never know who's going to win this tournament, dude. Like I mean, Pondo's a hall of famer, um, across, you know, any company, I feel like, you know what I mean? Uh, Pondo is one of the greatest deathmatch. Um, one of the greatest deathmatch workers of all time. Um, he's been doing it for a really long time. He's one of the originals, really, if you want to look at it that way. You know what I mean? Him and in, Ian Rotten In all were... senses, the, the, one of the interviews I did with him is he was literally had everything set up to do the first deathmatch tournament in the United States and just had a promoter pull away from him in yeah. 94. Exactly. See, and that, that's what I mean. So, you know, Pondo's been out here doing it for a long, long time. Uh, Pondo has is, is won King of the Deathmatches. He's, you know... His accolades are hard to compete with. Um, however, I just feel like with him being, you know, one of the oldest guys in the tournament, um, uh, that's the only reason I put him at eight. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and I know Pondo hates when people talk about his age, but, you know, I mean, unfortunately, age is, is what's that saying? Age is, uh, um, I, I can't even think of what it is. I don't know. I killed too many brain cells. But, but you yeah. know, you just don't get age back. You know what I mean? Uh, eventually you're going to get old. So yeah, age um, will so always bring you back. I'm going to go ahead and we'll just kind of each, each go in. Uh, we'll each do our eight and we'll do each do our yeah, seven. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Go, go so my number eight's yeah. also Pondo uh, okay. for pretty much all the same things you said. I think he's. So I've got work reasons in my brain and I've got a couple of shoot reasons too. Um, and I'll, I'll hit the working reasons first one. Uh, I, I don't know that. You know, I see him being able to hang with some uh, someone like a Schlack or a Masada anymore. Um, but the, the the other thing I think I see is I think they saw kind of what happened with Corp in in that tournament in AWR, where I love you, Corp, and you were one of my first interviews I ever did in this. But Corp looked really old towards the end, and I don't think Resistance wants to have that happen. So I think for both reasons, uh, I think Pondo is my number eight. I think Pondo could also surprise everybody. And go out there and do an amazing show. I just don't know that Pondo's got much more than 20 or 30 minutes in him in in true hybrid style deathmatch wrestling. I don't think he can I don't think he can hang with a, a raver or a vite. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So who's your seven? All right. So my number seven um is uh, is the one that, that might give me a little bit of heat, but you know, I love you. Uh, I gotta go with Aiden Blackheart. Um, it's only because of the accolades It's literally the only reason I, I, I picked that. Um, and then also to, um, 
you know, Oren, well, I'll go ahead and say my six also, Oren. Um, well, actually, no, I'm not even going to say that because that was one of them that was kind of flip-flop. My five and six could go either either way. So I'll just stick to seven for now. But sure. Aiden Blackheart, um, as far as accolades, he really hasn't done a whole lot yet. Um, however, in the last, I'd say, two to three years, he has improved so much. And it's so ridiculous. And I've, I've literally seen the progress. Um, because, you know, when I first came to IWA, uh, Aiden was there every week having bangers with John Wayne Murdoch. Um, and they were going back and forth having deathmatch and regular wrestling matches. And they were really, really good. Um, and, and the improvement that he has shown since then alone, and that's, you know, almost two years ago. Uh, actually, it might have been over two years ago. Just the improvement that he has shown since then and also how much he has traveled and gotten around. Because when I first linked up with Aiden then, Aiden's one of my best friends. Me and him are super close. We talk all the time. Um, when I first, you know, started riding and hanging out with Aiden and all that, um, he was hitting up, you know, shitty-ass shows in northern Indiana close to Michigan. You know what I mean? And, and that hey, was there's really nothing wrong with northern was... Indiana close to Michigan. Uh, have you seen some of the companies up there? Uh, unfortunately, that's kind of who I go to. <laughs> and I'm not talking deathmatch companies. He wasn't really no. doing deathmatch companies, you know? Um, no, there's so, nothing like but, watching uh, wrestling on a church on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> so but uh um he was that's all he was really hitting up and then um in the last you know couple of years um aiden has made aiden is now a regular roster member of you know um crimson what's it called crimson crown crimson crown wrestling yeah um formerly blood brothers yep. he's a regular you know regular roster member out there he's going to mexico he just got back from mexico this past weekend he was down there for ngx and that was his Either second or third time. That's his third trip to Mexico. Yep. Third trip, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, in the last couple of years, Aiden has done a lot. Aiden is is um, um, is actually somebody that I could see, you know, possibly taking this tournament also, um, just because of the stuff that he's done here recently. And he also, you know, he, he's not bad in the ring. He shows out. He does some really cool stuff. Um, one of my favorite spots uh, in a deathmatch uh, show or you know whatever. Is when Aiden did the the senton off of the apron onto the stairs, and he had tubes on, on I believe it was Dale Patrick's back, or maybe down his shirt or something, and down he did a senton, yeah, off the off the apron onto the. Oh man, it was so wild. Um, but yeah, man, I, I so and literally the only re I mean, it's hard to compete with a, a John Wayne Murdoch or a Slack or a Marcus Crane or Masada. You know, it's it's really hard to put Aiden in front of any of those guys um, as far as accolades go. So that's literally the only reason he's on my seven. But like I said, he could surprise us too, you know? So who's your seven? Aiden. Uh, I love yeah. Aiden. He's one of the, the one of the guys that anytime I message will message me back right away. He'll He's one of the few guys that really helped out with the old show and seems like he's willing to help with this one as well. Um, but for all the reasons you said, can you can you put him ahead of these guys? He's just still building that name. Um, mm -hmm. that being said, he's also been in a couple of the better death matches that I've seen, uh, this year, you know, that match that he and, um, Mercer had for Crimson Crown was awesome. Yep. Um, dude, Aiden, him and Aiden, Schlack, him, Aiden, Aiden and Schlack from AWR. Amazing. So good. Oh my gosh. And one thing about Aiden too, is he's willing to take some pretty sick bumps out there. The, the guy does dude. not seem scared in the least to get hurt bad. Yeah. Um, yep. And in a deathmatch yeah. tournament, that's something that can really help you go a couple of rounds. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, some of some of the biggest spots that went viral in a deathmatch show last year uh, had Aiden in it. One of them was uh, when Schlack did the flaming elbow off the balcony yep. and uh, through the table. Aiden was on the table for that, you know. Um, or uh, or when um, well, or for instance, I don't know if very many people have seen this because um, I don't know how. I'm pretty sure AWR is out. Have they released their show no. yet? No. Damn. Oh, man. Um, well, Schlack they released versus the Hooligans Aiden. and uh, Rejects match last year. Yeah, weekend. that was free on YouTube, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, but now Schlack versus Aiden um, in that match. Um, uh, Aiden, <laughs> Aiden wanted to do some crazy ass shit. And uh, he actually. <laughs> well, okay, to go behind the curtain just a little bit, Aiden was down to have like five of the plastic bags put over his head before he finally ended up being, you know, uh, knocked out because mm-hmm. it was a, a la- it was a last man standing match, but he wanted like five, six, seven of those bags over his head so that Schlack could legit like kill him. Right. <laughs> Not like actually really kill him, right. but you know, and, and I was like, Aiden, dude, are you sure you're going to be able to like, you know, work it? <laughs> He's like, I'll be fine. Right. I don't think yeah. they ended up do, actually doing that many, but yeah, that Aiden was down. So Aiden's crazy as fuck. <laughs> Excuse my French. I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> no, it's all good. This is a, this is a show for grownups. Um, no, I, well, I, I I don't like cussing too much just because you know, like my position is somewhat professional, and you know, and I just don't yeah. like to be all like that. But I mean, you know, I'm 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 still human. So <laughs> right. Yep. So but. who do you have at six? All right, so my number six that I wrote down off gut feeling was Orin Vite. Um, but, however, I ended up uh, drawing an arrow and, and, you know, two arrows on each side because my six and my five could go either way. Um, and I, I, we'll, we'll go with five whenever we get to it. But, um, but you know, number six, Orin Vite, um, I had – I think that – my my you know I, you always stick with your gut i think that i would actually stick with him there my five would stay the same because you know aiden if 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 i put aiden at seven for the accolades then i have to go with orden at six you know what i mean mm-hmm. um because orden is killing it right now um he's he, from the first time i saw him he was one of my favorite workers like he does really cool stuff and then he started doing death matches at iwa he wasn't doing death matches when he first came to iwa but he started doing death matches at iwa and I was like, this guy's crazy. Like, why? And then he crazy. won Prince. He's, so... he's down. Well, no, nah, he didn't win Prince. That was the year that Maria won. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but no, nah, he won. the second year in Prince he won? Well, that was last star, year. Or? Yeah, he won, he won So You Want to Be a Deathmatch Star, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think that's what he won. Was So You Want to Be a Deathmatch Star, yeah. Or he might not even won it. I think he would. He just did it. Like, he just showed in it so much that like people were just talking about him you know what i mean i don't think that he won no he didn't win because the finals are so you want to be at that death match was cole radrick and um um uh uh storm justin right. storm yeah so, you're right he i'm thinking yeah, of so, no of yeah the uh uh the death match challenge up in milwaukee oh uh icw yeah 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 he did win that yeah yep. yeah but no but um uh, but yeah, Oren, you know, he, he doesn't have very many accolades under his belt. Um, however, everywhere he goes, he shows out. He, um, although he did win an insane eight. 
Oh yeah, he did win that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's not that's not really one of the major deathmatch companies. It's starting to become right. It's you know not a mean? crown jewel event. It's not a king of the right. death. It's, right. not, it's, a... it's not a king. It's not a um, a tournament of death. It's not a tournament of survival. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but however, um, you referenced it earlier. Orin has been in one of my favorite death matches of all year. That hmm. uh, him and him and Eric Ryan was so great, and I wish I could have been there for it. Um, but then, you know, I, I heard everybody talk about it. I planned on watching it back anyway, because, um, here recently I've been trying to catch every GCW show that I can, um, just cause they do some really cool stuff. But, um, but I ended up being able to catch that match also too, because I wanted to see Mance engage, but, um, but I ended up being able to catch that match and it was so good. I screamed on some of the spots, like le- legit, like scream, like, Oh my God. Um, like for instance, whenever Eric Ryan did the suicide through the ropes and, you oh, know, that was nuts. That, that was, was they the landed 15, 10 feet in front of me from that spot. I got hit with glass. Uh, that bro. was insane. insane. Like you, I, I'm like, I remember watching when he set the stuff on and then got back in the ring. I'm like, yeah, he's not coming back. You know, he's going to come back out, but you know, Oren's going to stop, you know, stop. And there's going to be something it's going back yeah. at him. And the thing I always watch, too, and what I loved about that match is a lot of times, and I've had this explained, and you could probably expand on it further if you wish, is when the the etiquette with light tubes is you don't swing through the guy, you stop when you hit him. Yeah. Uh, these yeah. motherfuckers were swinging through each other like they were hitting home runs. Oh, dude, no, yeah, they were going balls to the wall. It, yeah. They went 800 miles an hour. Yeah, the entire yeah. match, and you could from, like from bell to bell. Literally, you could hear them both breathing pretty heavy, like five minutes in. And I was talking to this guy that um, Leon uh, from my old show uh, that he came with, and he and I were talking. And uh, I'm like, man, they both sound like they're getting blown up a little bit. I hope this isn't going to be like a five minute match. And it was yeah. like they just kicked it down another gear, and they went faster from there. And like right. fifteen times there was finishes in that match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the yeah. best it, part it was, was it, it was like it was like one it was like an indie rific death match re- match. You know what I yeah. mean? The best. You know, was, you got you got the you got the indie rifics with like you know two or three comebacks and two or mm-hmm. three double downs and you know a bunch of falsies and all that. It was basically that, but in death match, you know, in the death match realm, like it was wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I I think my favorite part of that though was. Afterwards, I went over and, you know, said thank you to Eric. I'm a huge Eric Ryan, Mark. Um, and he had been on the old show. And um, I just, you know, said thanks and took a picture with him. And I'm like, you don't even, like, have, you know, he's got a couple of marks on him. And he's like, no. I was like, no. He goes, I'm, I'm fine. It's like, <laughs> how did you just do that? And you're not, Man. like, just crippled like you were in a, in a, you were in a car. I just watched you have a car accident for the last half hour. Dude. I literally watched three chairs get destroyed on your body. He's like, no, yeah. no, no, Lauren took care of me. We're good. And don't forget the light tube being swung right in his face. Right. <laughs> Several dozen times. But well, yeah. I mean, but I'm talking about the one, my, oh, yeah. the, the spot that I was talking about, from, you know, earlier or whatever, that yeah. when he did the suicide through the dude, I, I don't like there. There's some things that I see and, you know, being, uh, I guess somewhat in the business, and I'm just like, how the hell do you work that? You know, mm-hmm. like I just don't, mm, man. There's, there's some things that I'm like, dude, that. Pff, well, anytime you're anybody's a better man than I am, you, know? fake, <laughs> you, you show them those shots, and you're like, yeah, how you, how do you fix that? 
Right. How's how's that fake? You know, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. When did that one become fake? So right. yeah. But anyway, but who, who's your number bit? six? Yeah. yeah, back on track. My number six is actually going to be Marcus Crane. I know that might not be a real popular number six, but I just think Marcus, I know it's his backyard. Um, I've, I love Marcus Crane. I think he's a great, he's a great guy, but I think when you take the rest of the guys that are ahead of him, uh, and the trajectories they've been on lately, uh, and, and that being said, Marcus just got back from Mexico as well. Uh, and is, is been tearing it down. I just, I, I kind of, if we're talking the hybrid style guys, I think all of those guys on any given night, I think the rest of the guys could probably beat him. And when you're, you know, when you're dealing with six of the best death match workers out there, you're making some hard choices. So I went ahead and put Marcus Crane there. Sorry, Marcus. Okay. You're going to be pissed about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got at five? Um, at five, my five, uh, could be a little bit like your, uh, your six. Um, and like I said before, you know, I could switch these five and six could go back and forth. Um, but however, I'd probably keep it the way it is just because, you know, of all that, uh, all that I said before, my number five is actually Masada. Um, and the reason I say that is because the reason why Masada is in front of all the guys that he is, except for Pondo, obviously, is because of his accolades. That's why I've put Pondo up. I mean, that's why I put Masada up there. Um, however, um, the last few matches I've seen from Masada, he his body wasn't, you know, all the way, you know, good. Uh, of course, at that time, he was working a lot more than he is now. Um, mm-hmm. He and, and, that, and that's another thing, too. He really doesn't work a whole lot right now, so I don't know, you know, how rusty he might be or not, you know. Um, I know that whenever he was in town for the at the last Resistance show with uh, with Sabu and all that, um, you know, he did a great job. But, I mean, that was, you know, what was that, three on three? It was a three-way or a four-way four or way. something. Four yeah, and, and it's kind of hard to, you know, it's kind of hard to judge how somebody's going to do in a singles you match could, off of that. You could take some breaks. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so it's kind of like tag team wrestling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, that's literally the only reason I put him there. Um, you know, a couple of years He's ago, also whenever he was coming years to IWA, old, so exactly, he is he is growing, he is getting a little bit up there in age too. Um, which you know, that's that's the only reason why Pondo's at eight. Um, I mean, so keep in mind, he won he won King of the Death two thousand nine. So that was ten yeah. years ago. So he's yeah. been doing this for a while. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and, and like I said, you know, um, the last couple of times it seemed like his body was, you know, slowing down on him a little bit. And, uh, I know specifically the, the match that I can think of, he had a match against him and Michael Elgin at IWA. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was 2017 and, uh, and his knee locked up on him literally like first five minutes of the match. And, uh, and they were, were going to have a great match. Cause I, you know, I, I was there when they were calling it and, you know, and I was kind of, you know, whatever. But um, but they were gonna have a really good match, and yeah, his knee locked up on him, and they had to you know work around it, and um, and it kind of was what it was. Um, could have been a lot greater, but uh, I know Masada can go. I've watched old Masada. I love Masada. Um, I know some of the the fans at IWA Mid South right now aren't really high on Masada because the last few times, like I said, the last few times they they really didn't get to see you know Masada of old. Um, I'm kind of a wrestling nerd, so I've done my research and I, you know, I've watched old CZW and old IWA. So, you know, I, I love Masada's work. Um, but the, the only reason why I put him at five is just because he's 
starting to slow down a little bit, I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. And that's actually the same spot I have him in as well. Okay. Um, and for, for all those things, I don't know that I see uh, Masada kind of invented hybrid deathmatch wrestling. Um, I'm sure there's other guys out there that'll be like, no, no, we didn't. You know, this guy did or whatever. But in my opinion, the, the death matches that we see again with guys like with Eric Ryan and, and Oren Veit don't happen if we don't have Masada doing what he did. Now, I know not every absolutely that, yeah. not every one of his matches was necessarily like that. But keep in mind, Masada had, you know, worked dark matches in WWE. Masada is yeah. a legit solid worker. He's which, trained by Shawn freaking Michaels, my favorite right. wrestler of all time. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're not we're not talking about and and we're talking Shawn Michaels and he was he, I think they kind of give Masada credit as the last guy that Shawn actually trained while he was at the school. I believe, yeah, I believe I so. I think Masada is credited to be that last guy. And the other thing about Masada is Masada's huge. Yeah, he's a like, big dude. I'm six foot tall and 200 pounds, 210 pounds. There's not a lot of dudes walking. I mean, there's a lot of guys bigger than me, obviously. But generally at an indie show, I'm bigger than most of the workers. Yeah. Where the first time I met Masada, he's a couple inches taller than me and a whole lot wider. And intimidating as hell, too. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's not one of those guys. And as, as I said, as a former law enforcement officer, I don't intimidate by a lot of people. Like, they don't, just whatever, what are you going to do, beat me up? Uh, you definitely feel that with Masada. Yeah. He's one of those dudes, you're like, yeah, this dude could throw a fridge if he gets pissed. You know, yeah. he's not going to put his hand through a wall. He's going to rip your stove out of the ground. Not to uh, mention that his, his shoot job is that he makes knives and guns right. and, and weapons and swords. Dude, so... I would love to see him on Fortune Fire so bad. The, Dude, the show on the street channel. Yes, absolutely. How awesome would that be? When they, when oh, they, gosh. He pulls the skewers so cool. out. Dude. <laughs> that would be great. Dude. History Channel, yeah. you do that. Yeah, y'all need to get on that for sure. Yeah, I don't know why why they haven't, but but yeah, man, Masada's a character. <laughs> he's, a, he's a kind of a cult icon that 40,000 people in the world know who he is. Um, sure. All right, so <laughs> who do you got sitting in fourth? All right, now the number four seed, um, I'm going to have to put Marcus Crane uh, in that spot. Um, I've you know worked with Marcus a lot here the last year. Um, and actually when I first worked, uh, when I first met Marcus Crane, um, he was working on a, a bat, it was either a bad back or a bad hip or something. He's walking with a really bad limp, but he was still working and he was still doing, you know, some crazy stuff. Um, Had that brother walk he, going, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bad. And it was like a really like weird limp the way that he walked. Obviously he's gotten that fixed cause he doesn't, he doesn't walk that way anymore. Um, and, uh, and ever since he's been doing some of the craziest shit that I I see out here, um, and that's why I put him at the, at the number four spot is because um, I believe he's cleaned Marcus, up too, right? He's not sex, drugs, and rock and roll quite as hard anymore. Not as hard, um, but I mean, you know, it's still pro wrestling, so right, yeah. <laughs> it's still yeah. yeah, it's still a world where where uh, sexy Eddie isn't the wildest guy in the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh. But Marcus, um, Marcus is always willing to do something stupid, um, and and I kind of have to disagree with you a little bit as far as hybrid wrestling because I feel like Marcus can do some really cool stuff. He's not going to go out there and and you know and and 
and chain like Masada or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um, but I've seen them do some pretty you know crazy cool things as far as like just um, uh, outside of the deathmatch realm. So. And uh, I will admit that my Marcus Crane outside of Deathmatch, for a guy that I live in the Chicago market, I should see more. I should see his freelance and Black Label stuff. Yeah. I, I've i definitely been to Black Label shows he's been on. I don't remember him, which I know that might make me sound like a prick. But, like, I think the, the last, last time he was there, he tagged with somebody. Yeah, um, and but I, I was really excited who. to meet Hack at that show. So it was the show okay. that Hack was at. I got you. Uh, the Sandman. I don't know why I just called him Hack. <laughs> well, I think because they introduced him as Hack originally, and then the Sandman. I can't remember. Uh, I was okay, also yeah. insanely drunk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I was, yeah, I was that, stoked to meet the Sandman. So, uh, but but yeah, but that's my number four, Marcus. Um, is because he's he's always he's willing he's willing to do something stupid, willing to do something crazy. Um, you know, he's uh, he's out he's working for all the major deathmatch companies. Um, and also some of the bigger, you know, like you mentioned, Black Label Pro, some of the bigger um, independent companies also out here. Um, you know, Marcus's name is all over the place. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, it's, I'm kind of no going against what I too, said. Right? Uh, he, has, he has the Unsanctioned Pro uh, 24-7, or the, uh, the hardcore title. Okay, but doesn't he have one, hardcore title. He's got the uh, one of the bars in Orlando's no ring title. Oh, does it? Okay, I didn't know they had a title. That's dope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that he's participated in a lot of those. So, um, but but yeah, Marcus, Marcus is out here killing it, man. His name is all over the place. Um, that's really the biggest na- the biggest reason I put him at number four. Um, so yeah, who's your number four? I got Schlack there. Um, okay. Main reason I put in Schlack there is again, I just Schlack's amazing. Schlack is he's a beast. The dude can, you know, there's not a lot of guys walking around throwing fucking file cabinets around. Um, that's a pretty big dude. Uh, his wrestling's awesome. I just don't know that with the, the the other, you know, when we're looking at these last four, I don't know that I put him better than any of these other guys. And if I, you know, fantasy book. I think I see all three of the other guys beating him. The other thing is he doesn't have, when we start looking at credentials, he doesn't have that signature win yet. Now, you could say, does this give him that signature win? Um, I don't know that it does. I don't I don't know that you give somebody a signature win on a, uh, on a non-crown jewel. No offense to, to Resistance, but this is obviously you know your first year, so this isn't a crown yeah. jewel show yet. Um, yeah. I think you need that crown jewel win potentially or to have some sort of like local tie rocket kind of shoved up you to be you know to be in that that later rounds now what i would what i would probably see is schlack maybe making it to the semifinals or even the finals but i still put him at the four okay okay who you got it in, in third at the number three spot um i'm gonna have to go with schlack um schlack uh is um, one of my favorite guys out here doing it just because of his look and, uh, and he's always willing to do something stupid. Um, uh, he, you know, he, he, he's, he's one of those hybrids in the sense of, of a strong style deathmatch wrestler. You know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. a lot of like, you know, uh, as far as hybrid, there's a lot of like the, the, the Lucha deathmatch, um, or even like the, um, 
um, like we were talking about with Masada, how he, you know, used a lot of chain Same. wrestling and, and a lot of stuff like that, you know, as far as hybrid goes. Schlack is one of those that's going to go out there and hit you in the mouth and then hit you with a tube. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he wants you to hit him back. Uh, and I know, yeah. and that's a shoot. I know that for a fact. He wants you to hit him back. He loves to be hit. Um, that's why he got off so much with the, with him and Necro in the ring. Um, him and Necro went out there, beat the shit out of each other, went to the back and was sitting right next to each other, kicking it, you know? Right. Um, so Schlack is, is one of those guys that he's one of my favorite wrestlers for that reason. Cause I, I'm a huge strong style Mark. I love strong style. I've heard him um, described a lot as a modern day bruiser Brody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A guy yeah. that'll just. Uh, we're gonna go out there and beat the dog piss out of each other for 15 minutes, and yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you hard, and you better fucking hit me hard back, or I'm not right. gonna respect you. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's that's straight up. Yeah, I, I could totally agree with that. Um, however, um, but the reason why he's at three, I actually did a little bit of last minute editing. I had a different three. Um, I actually put that three as my number one. Um, because, you know, I, I had been preaching the entire time about accolades and, you know, when I was making my list and I was like, there's no way that I could put my three at the three that I had at three. And he's my, now my number one, I was thinking more originally whenever I started doing my list off of who my favorites are, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, who I, who I actually like instead of, uh, actually, you know, being kind of, I guess, uh, a critic. Um, so, but, um, but yeah, Schlack is at my number three spot, um, and really the only reason why he's as low as he is, um, because Schlack, I think, could take the tournament. Um, and, I mean, we'll get into that here in a minute as far as who we think is going to win, you know, and all that stuff. But um, uh, Schlack, um, the, the only thing with Schlack, though, is that he hasn't won one of the major tournaments. I think he won the Primos tournament, didn't he? Uh, I think so. I can double check that real fast. In Denver. And the the Primos tournament in Denver, I'm pretty sure he won that one, and that, that's really the only tournament win that I know that he's gotten. So I mean, he uh, went to the finals of TOS this year. Yeah, he's been he he's been in quite a well. Actually, he really hasn't even been in that many finals. No, that's the only finals he's been in, according yeah. to uh, Cage Match. Yeah, I I looked on Cage Match for a brief second, and I just kind of flipped. I don't through know through the only that. finals he's been at is is that. And then everything else, he's a semifinals participant, um, yeah. or out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was he in the finals of King, or was that semifinals where he fucked up his leg? Uh, eliminated before the semifinals. It was the quarters. It was the first round. Match. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I know it was on night According two. According to Cage I was, Match, I was there for night two. But but anyway. Um. But yeah, Schlack is at my number three spot. Um, who, who you got sitting at the three? That's where I have Warren. Now, that is, that's being said with a little bit of knowledge of the, of the booking of Warren in resistance recently. Um, they pretty much put a rocket up the kid's ass, which he totally deserves. Uh, he's the closest, uh, I don't know. He's probably a little further away than the Southern Indiana Kentucky guys, but close, um, in, in, as far as driving distance. And mm-hmm. most people in Illinois are going to probably look at him as a more local than they're going to look at the, especially the Indiana guys, because Indiana and Illinois are a pretty good rivalry there. They're not going to acknowledge an Indiana wrestler, but an Illinois wrestler or uh, the Kentucky guys, they're going to think it was very far away and Southern wrestling. You got to remember a lot of these wrestling fans in, in Illinois and in Indiana, Northern Indiana, where I live 
um, are old school AWA fans. The older guys grew up watching watching Vern. So when they hear now, obviously Oren's in in character from Salem, but we all know he's a you know a, a Minnesota guy, um, and he definitely does not wrestle like he's an East Coast guy. He wrestles way more like a like a a, a Minnesota guy, in my opinion, at least. Um, I think that there's some of that draw. I mean, Oren's not real shy about. It. I mean, he tweet, only tweets from the Boone account. You know, he, yeah. he pretty much says who he is in real life. Um, but I think, I think the, the AWA kind of the draw, the fact that he, he beat Masada, um, Pondo and Sabu the last time out. I mean, they put him over three stars there. I don't know how you, you, you can't put him over three of the biggest names, um, two of which are in this tournament and then not have him at least make it to the court or to the semis, you know? So that's why I have him in third. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you said. Uh, and I and I could see why you put him there. Um, but uh, um, he disagrees uh, with me, of, by the way. When we were talking on Facebook, he completely disagrees with me. Who, Orn? Yeah. He's like, oh, I wow. think you're wrong, man. I, I don't know. That, that's funny. <laughs> um, well, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of... Um, was was Orens at the end of that match? Was his reaction not the greatest? He was so shocked that he won that match. Yes, and of course, you know it's it's pro wrestling, but dude, I was like, that's awesome, man, because he, he legit looks surprised that he's like, I can't believe I just fucking won that. I think that's you know his first I mean? GCW win though, too. No, 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 no. I'm talking about um, the the oh, resistance. The, the resistance. Yeah, yeah. I'm when he, sorry. When he went yeah, over I, on that. I mean, when he went over in the in yeah. the four way against those three legends, like you had said, you know, like he the the look on his face, like because I remember he rolled out of the ring and then I rolled out and I raised up his hand and when I raised his hand, I looked over and saw his face and it was just like, what? I won. I mean, he <laughs> you know, he like, just beat, he had to have just beaten three of his heroes. I mean, guys, Dude, he yeah. as a kid was watching on YouTube, you know. That's why I love that reaction so much. Like, that match was so much fun just to be a part of. But, yeah, yeah I, I that reaction imagine. was so cool. So, and but. I've got a question for you off air about that match, too. Don't, don't yeah, really okay. Forget. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we get to these these last two. We both have the same last two. Uh, who do you have in second? Uh, my number two is G. Raver. Um, now, like I said, I was going off of um, who my favorite, you know, deathmatch wrestler is, um, and and you know the my number one seed. He already knows that because, like I, I told you this off air uh, earlier, you know, me and John Wayne Murdoch have conversations all the time. He's asking before who is your favorite deathmatch wrestler, and I tell him all the time, G Raver. G Raver is the man. He does some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. Um, Sometimes and- with John Wayne Murdoch. <laughs> facts yeah <laughs> yeah um you know at the black craft show when he jumped off the top of the screen oh my gosh um uh at the fourth of july up. show when he jumped off the roof onto just some doors dude he... yeah <laughs> yeah he, he does some crazy crazy stuff i mean um, the dude's gotta have like a bruised liver right now dude. from four days ago yeah, or um, or how about how his head is still feeling from TOS? Was that TOS? Yeah, that he's yeah. I mean, that's that that shot he took at TOS. I'm telling you, if you took that shot at the WWE, we don't see you for nine months, dude. Yeah, yep, 
Yeah, and he was if working we the ever next day, wasn't he? I think he took a <laughs> I week off. I, uh, okay, all right. I was going to say, I, I, I know that he had bookings, um, so because he's always booked. I could booked, be wrong. So. Yeah, I could be completely I don't wrong. Know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really didn't, know I didn't do that much research. Yeah, I didn't do that much research. Yeah, so let us know if, if we are wrong. But but yeah, um, but yeah, my, my number two is G Raver. Um, he's one of my favorite deathmatch wrestlers to watch um and to work with also and, and a really good dude, um, you know, behind the character. But uh um he is um I I could see him taking this tournament just as much as I could, you know, my number one seed. Um but uh and also, too, some of the stuff that he's been, as far as, you know, the same reason I put Marcus at four above, you know, Masada and Pondo and Orn and, you know, Aiden Blackheart and, you know, all these guys. Like, um, because Raver, he's won maybe a handful. He hasn't won too many tournaments. And none of the major mm-hmm. turn. No, he just won TOS. Well, no, he was, well, no, he got, he hurt his head in TOS. Never mind. Um but he's never won any of the major tournaments yet. Uh, besides, oh wait, no, he did win uh, uh, tournament of death, didn't he last year? Raver? No, that was Jimmy Lloyd. Was won Lloyd. it over him. Yeah. yeah, and and did the brain bust on top of the ladder. Yeah, yeah. So he's been to a ton of finals. I know that for a fact. He's been to a ton of finals, um, but has never actually cemented he, that major tournament win. He's won um, survival of the sickest, hardcore kingdom, okay. and lords of anarchy. Okay. Uh, well, I guess Lords is one of the major tournaments, technically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I so. Would, yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh, I'd put Lords up there. Yeah. yeah for sure. Because I mean, especially uh, in well, a world just, where KOD doesn't exist anymore. Man, you got to remind us, don't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. So we it's all okay. know. We all know it's coming back. It's just gonna. It, KOD has taken breaks in the past. Dude, Ian's trying. I, I promise you that. And that might be an exclusive or whatever for our podcast, but I, I, Ian is trying. He really, really is. Um, he really wants to have a King of the Death match. I mean, y'all know how he, it's Ian freaking rotten. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he loves he loves regular wrestling all day, every day. And, I mean, we're doing some of the best regular wrestling um, going right now, even if people aren't really paying attention to us. But I promise you he's trying to break you kod back so it's but only a matter whole... of time until people start paying attention to that the more guys that keep get leaving there to go to impact yeah. aew is going to pull a couple of those guys as well yeah um yep. it's only a matter of time until that uh i might sound silly but i, I truly think that's going to be a double a indie which i think is a compliment i don't mean that as a, a slight or a, an insult no no yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be that tier right below like I think it's going to be on, a, on an even tier with like PWG. Um, I think it, it could even, I, I almost look at impact as an indie anymore, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's going to be on uh, that tier. Well, I think, I think you'll be able to and, mention item. Well, hold on. Uh, sorry to cut you off onto what you're saying. No. Um, you know, a lot of the guys that GCW are using right now, Ian was using last year. Right. For instance, well, that's what I was Alex just Zane, say. Alex Zane the, the guy that just did the over the top uh, six thirty. Yep. Uh, Alex Zane has been coming to IWA for a long time, at least the last two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and everybody's like, "Who is this guy? Where did he come from?" Well, that's I not love the Alex first Zane. time He's CM Punk was there. I mean, well, come on. I mean, I, I don't want to list off all the yeah. people who's been there, you know, because I could go all night as far as you know, just the different people that. That have sat under Ian's learning tree, but right. you know, you, you tell people that and they're like, Oh, who cares? You know what I mean? Right. Oh but, yeah. 
okay, whatever. Yeah. What are like, y'all doing? What are y'all doing right now? You yeah. know what I mean? All those so. smart marks get real excited about that shit. Oh hell yeah, yeah. But anyway, let, let's get. We're, we're getting way off track. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, a third of our listeners. My number two. Uh, my number two was G Raver. Uh, who do you have at the two spot? I have G Raver as well. Kind of foreshadowing into our one spot. I have G Raver as well. Um, okay. And for pretty much all the same reasons, when I started looking at everything, I was kind of down to. Uh, I knew Orin couldn't go any further than third. He, co- I couldn't put him above either of the other two guys. So then I start looking, and I'm like, John is nuts. John is the craziest guy. I think in deathmatch wrestling right now, I, I'm sure other people argue about that, but I think John is probably the biggest risk taker out there. Yeah, I agree. That he'll do, he can work the hybrid style when we're talking chain wrestling. He can do the hybrid style and do lucha. He can do the hybrid style and work strong in deathmatch. He can kind of do all three. And he's a win, he's a, uh, a runner up to, um, oh, Matt Tremont in KOD one year, and then the next year he beat and won KOD. So mm-hmm. to put anybody ahead of a of a of a winner of the KOD is pretty much impossible, yep. especially when the guy's still in his early thirties, I think, in in his prime. John yep. might not be the real the biggest body guy in the world, but uh, John can work, and John can work a, a long match. So I think John can go multiple rounds, and I think we see John Wayne Murdoch at the end of the night with the trophy. And then, of course, somebody's going to come out and break it on him. But <laughs> uh, well, and and to further onto your point, my John John Wayne Murdoch is my number one for this, all the same reasons. Um, you know, it's hard to put um, you know anybody in this tournament over John Wayne Murdoch at the moment. Um, if G Raver is my favorite deathmatch wrestler right now, John Wayne Murdoch is hands down my my number two. Um, and and I've told him that, you know, whenever we had that conversation, I was like, because I was like, he was like, who's your number two? And I was like, I don't know. Probably you. <laughs> like, I, not even motherfucker smile, got a cheesy you know? smile, too, didn't he? Oh, fuck, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, and, and, and I, I had to premise it with not even blowing smoke up your ass, bro. Right. Like, I, it, but John Wayne Murdoch is killing it. It's hard to argue with his accolades, with his credentials, you know, what he's done and what he's doing right now. You know, um, mm-hmm. he is, uh, uh, he, he's held tag team gold all over, um, with, you know, any different company you could think of. I know right now he's a paradigm pro wrestling tag team champion, um, with Reed Bentley. He's been a GCW tag team champion, IWA mid South tag team champion and champion, um, a heavyweight champion. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's one KLD, uh, one other, you know, prestigious tournaments. Like it's, it's hard to put John Wayne Murdoch anywhere other than one in this entire tournament. So I had a conversation with him a while back and I said, is there a bump you won't take? And he said, I don't think so. As long as I get the envelope before the show, I don't think there's a bump I won't take. I believe so, that. I legit believe that. Like he, he he almost has no fear, and I don't know if he feels no pain or what. But um, I mean, we've seen him do bumps off of the top of you know barns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, scaffold bumps. Like it doesn't matter. John John doesn't care. And and not only that, but he was doing the uh, uh, Canadian Destroyer. Well, he calls it the Deep South Destroyer. But bro, <laughs> yeah. I watched him at that Resistance show two ago when New Jack was there. 11 feet away from me. I took my five-year-old to that show. In hindsight, probably should have. He hung out with Aiden during the death match. Um, (laughs) 
He and Aiden talked about what were they talking about? I think they were talking about uh, Pokemon. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. But I mean, Aiden's a little bit of a nerd, so I, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like seven feet away from us, he hits a Deep South Destroyer on an Oren on the freaking bleachers. Those aluminum bleachers don't move. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah, you were reffing that too. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. 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 I was reffing that. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, speaking of those bleachers, those are the same bleachers that Shane Mercer picked up and threw in the ring. So, can I tell you how scared I was that those those bleachers were gonna break a rope and that show was gonna be over, bro? Dude, I had no clue what was gonna happen. I was just there for the ride. I'm like, I, those I, bleachers I, I, weigh a couple hundred pounds. Although it, I did know, I, I did know Shane was going to do it because he knew he was gonna have to do something crazy, and he said, "I'm gonna use the bleachers as a weapon." That's all he told me. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Um, cool. And then whenever he started going towards the ring with those bleachers, I was like, oh, shoot. Um, are you sure? <laughs> bro, like, bro, chill. Like, I'm chill, like, oh, you know? There's no way those ropes are going to take that. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to have an extra rope. They're going to work with yeah. two ropes. Oh, I was getting very nervous. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, let's, let's, let's go further. That was our That's, seating. That's what we think that the uh, seeds are, are following as far as, like, um, rankings and stuff. Um, however, who do you think uh, – who, who's your dark horse for the tournament? Who do you think is going to surprise everybody and take this tournament? I'm going to say if I have to pick a dark horse in this, it's going to be Aiden. I think Aiden's got – he's got everything that kind of lines up that if you say we're going to put Aiden over in the tournament, there's, like, no one there that could be like, well, the guy doesn't deserve it. The guy's not good enough at this or this or this. So I think – and I also think if we close our eyes and this is all shoots, Aiden's tough enough to hang with any of those guys. Oh, so definitely. I, I take yeah. Aiden there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do you um, have? Well, mine um, is actually Orrin Vite for all the reasons that you put him at number three. Um, okay. Because Orrin is hot right now. Um, he's extremely talented. Um, and, uh, and the way that Resistance has pushed him, um, you know, beating who he beat at the last show, uh, it's it's kind of hard to you know um, to to ignore that trajectory. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like um, Orin is going to be the one that will. Uh, okay, it, if if you go off of based off of what you said as far as the resistance and and how they they've you know pushed him so far, then fans of the resistance it won't surprise. However, all of the deathmatch, you know, fans across Facebook and all the internet and stuff will be surprised as hell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I put him as my dark horse is because more if I were looking at it as like if I wasn't at the tournament and I saw Orin Vite one, I would be a little bit surprised. Not too surprised because I'm a huge fan of Orin. Um, but I would be a little bit surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and that's why I put him as my dark horse. But, however, I did also, it's funny you said Aiden, because I put, I, I could, I put, it could be Aiden. Aiden could be my dark horse also, because for all the same reasons that I, I put Orden as a dark horse. Um, he smokes some flaca and just gets going, right? It just it goes crazy and just knocks the hell out of everybody. You never know, you know? Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Aiden is, um, Aiden is killing it right now. Aiden's got a lot of buzz behind him. You know, like we were talking about earlier, he's. You know, been doing stuff out on the uh, the the West Coast. He's been doing stuff in Mexico. Um, you know, getting his name out there. Um, 
And uh, and you, you never know, you know, Aiden Blackheart could surprise the hell out of everybody and take this. And I know, I know for a fact that the resistance really, really likes him. So yeah. uh, he's been skip- a, he's been on on the last few shows because I, it's who I ride with normally. So right. skip the next question because I think we already answered that. Um, but any yeah, any much. dream matches yeah. in there that you'd you'd love to see? I've got two that jump out of me right away looking at it. Oh, actually, you know what? Though, hold on. Let, let's go back to that next question. The, the question okay. that we had on there was, um, who do we think will win? My the the person I put as the winner um, is actually my number three seed. I think okay. Slack is going to take it all. Okay. Well, I guess I don't have my I, number one seed uh, winning either. So yeah. Uh, I love Schlack. I think Schlack is the man, um, and and I really really want to see him get more tournament wins under his belt. Um, I like I, I could I, I see the booking, and I understand why bookers do it as far as you know not putting him further in tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's always cool to see a big man fall, and you know, and it, you know, whatever. Baby face a like, little bit. Exactly, but Schlack is is too big and too strong to be losing so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and I think eventually he's got to beat the shit out of everybody and take a tournament, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and that's why I put Schlack as my number one. I really want to see him get more tournament wins under his belt and uh, and start to kind of cement his legacy. Besides just being, you know, the next Bruiser Brody, um, yeah. I, I would love to see him get more tournament wins and uh, and 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 stuff like that. So that that's why I put Schlack. I also put it, it possibly could be Raver. Um, I I think Schlack or Raver. I'm kind of fifty fifty, maybe uh 45 55 on the depending on the moment you know what i mean yeah uh, i'm, I'm kind of the same way i have two I, names written down as well yeah i'm either going schlack or raver I, i'm not sure uh um, of course i've already you know put over raver enough um but uh but yeah man i, I think it could could go either way as far as schlack or raver um but yeah who who do you who do you think is going to take the whole entire tournament so the first name i have written down is Oren. uh for all the reasons i covered earlier they've got a rocket up the kid's ass um 100% deserved I never mean that as a bad thing no nah, yeah if you deserve the push you're getting you 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 deserve the push you're getting so I think you 100% deserves that push and uh I think they're very smart because I think in a in a year or two Oren is going to be the face of deathmatch wrestling in the United States Agreed. um I think o- Oren will be the June Kasai of the United States by 2021 um wow. that's awesome. I, I firmly believe that um, so I think Oren would be, if I just had to make a snap decision, if I think about it a little more, I say Marcus Crane, it's his backyard. They can play up the, the, the local boy done good, you know, or, or Marcus isn't really from Chicago originally. He's from like the quad cities, I think, but you know, you can, you can play all the stuff up of the, the bar back at Reggie's that comes out and busts his ass for you guys. And now you know, here he is. There's a lot of good stories to tell there. Um, yeah. And I know this show's on pay-per-view. Are they having a play-by-play and a color guy on it, too? Do you know? Uh, well, the last few they have, so I'm, I'm sure they probably will. I'm not exactly okay. sure who, though. Um, I know that the last show, um, Gabriel Barron, who is Jock's brother, he does commentary. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I, I'm not that... sure who the other guy is. So, okay. But, yeah, but I, I know that they have had commentary on the last few shows, so. So especially with commentary and one of the promoters doing the commentary, you can really put that sh- you can put that stuff over. Yeah. Um, and I think that might be a really cool way. And then my thought is, if you have Marcus win and maybe have Marcus beat Oren in the finals, 
And then you could say, you know, Marcus kind of Oren had it all laid out for him. And and maybe the thing I've been preaching for for the last year is we can get a heel in deathmatch wrestling. I would love yeah. to have some heels and have some true storylines that run through shows. Maybe have Marcus do something kind of swarmy to win or Oren do right. something kind of swarmy, but still take it. You know, Marcus still overcome that. And you you can now we can make Oren a heel. Um, yeah. If you have any play with the booking committee, I have a. I actually have about nine pages written down on how we could do this whole thing. Um, but <laughs> I spend a lot uh, of time in the car for that, work, so. but yeah, I spend a lot of time Talk. in the car for work and uh, I've been dealing with kidney stones for the last few days. So I've been sitting around uh, thinking a lot and yeah, I was writing yeah. some stuff out on how, how I would do a heel turn for, to get a couple of build some, some nice heels. Cause uh, my thing is I hate listening to podcasts and hearing guys bitch about something, but not offer solution. So if I'm yes. going to write something, if I'm going to have a problem, I'm a creative writer in my spare time anyways, I'm going to write a heel turn. Um, Absolutely. So maybe yeah. one way we can get a little bit of a heel turn in there, turn a guy heel and build a show. And then you could maybe you can have a let's say in, you know, December when Deathmatch Wrestling kind of hibernates for a couple of months. We're far. The old tournament season's behind us. The new tournament mm-hmm. season hasn't really started yet. Do a do a resistance pro cage of death kind of thing where you put yeah. Marcus and Oren in a cage of death kind of show, you know, like who was it? Sammy and, um, um, crap. Uh, what I, damn it. Um, it's like one of the best death match wrestlers ever. And I can't think of a blonde guy, uh, Sammy and, uh, Danny Havoc, Danny Havoc. Yeah. Sammy and Havoc yeah. did. You could do those two could definitely go out there and put on a show like similar to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you could, you know, build build for the next five months to that and blow that off in December or January. I would love to see that. So that's kind of how I put the both of those two there. Well, and, you know, um, that's what that's what's kind of been unfortunate about um, uh, VOW not having any shows here recently because they put together a really cool heel group uh, at their last show. You know, or was that at Lords of Anarchy last year? Lords. That, that, that heel faction between was it Murdoch? G Raver, Marcus Crane, and somebody, uh, and they beat. They beat I've only seen that show once. Out of Castle so, yeah. Valentine, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they they put together a really cool heel faction at the end of it, and then we didn't have any more shows, and we still haven't had any more shows. So, yeah. well, I think we had one more after that, but and and they kind of had you know played with it a little bit there too, but you know not not doing anything um, this year. It, it kind of sucks because, like you said. The, the way that they were turned, it was so perfect, and the crowd hated them for it. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, John Wayne Murdoch, G. Raver, like uh, Marcus Crane, guys that are, are hard to turn heel. And I can't remember what mm-hmm. exactly they did off the top of my head because it was so long ago. But, yeah. Right, man, yeah I'm in the same um, boat. I watch a lot of deathmatch shows for the old, uh, well, for the old I, podcast. I a lot of wrestling, period. But, yeah. So um, what uh, what uh, matches do you have in there? Out of those eight, there's... 64 different dream matches you can make but which which yeah. dream matches do you have let's um, try and well, limit it to three because we still want to talk about the ladies too definitely yeah, yeah i got i got three um and and they may have happened before and i just haven't been able to catch them um but i really would love to see Orn versus raver i don't know if that's ever happened or not but Orn Vite 400 G- degrees that was the first time i ever saw Orn. it's uh 400 degrees okay. 400 degrees uh right. it's tender for match of the year for sure Word. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Well then. It was in Summit. I'd love to see it live. You know, we'll put it right. that way. Yeah. You want <laughs> so, to be the third guy. 
Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's gonna be like, yeah. I'll get this one. You're like, no, nah, homie, sit down. No, no, no. Sorry, but I, I got a list. <laughs> 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 um, let's see. Uh, I also put um, Aiden versus John Wayne Murdoch. That I have seen live. I've refed it. I want to see it again. That's the only reason I put it on the list. Um, this is more like my dream matches for this tournament specifically. You know what I mean? Right. Um, stuff that I would love to see happen in this tournament only because of more backstories more than anything, I think. You know what I mean? Um, but Aiden and John Wayne Murdoch is one of those. Um, you know, they've had battles, blood battles. Um, and I was fortunate to ref, you know, quite a few of them. And, um, and actually, um, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the former catfish cult leader had me on, um, we, we used to do a lot of stuff together back in the day and, and he had me on a podcast one time and he asked me my top five favorite matches and Aiden and John Wayne Murdoch and a house of horrors match was actually on that list because, um, that was my maybe second or third IWA mid South show. Um, and like that storyline was hot right when I came into IWA. So, um, so I, that's part of the reason why I put on, it's more personal reasons more than anything why I want to see Aiden and John Wayne, in the tournament. Um, and then also too, this may have happened. It may not. Um, but I put Pondo and John Wayne Murdoch, Madman Pondo and John Wayne Murdoch. Um, and the reason I put that in there is because, um, locally here, uh, there's a match that a lot of people are wanting to see. And, uh, because I'm a little bit inside baseball, I really don't know if it'll ever happen. Um, but even I would appreciate it a lot if it would, and that's the rejects against Bakagajin, uh, Two okay. Tough Tony, Madman Pondo. Yeah. Uh, everybody in this area is begging for that match. Like begging. Between the 20 companies that's in this area, <laughs> the fans are begging for that match to get booked. And um, so that, that's the reason why I put Pondo versus John Wayne Murdoch in there, just because of that connection. So what's that your dream matches awesome. for the tournament? Yeah, yeah that, would, that would be a lot of fun to watch. Is- yeah. Masada and Schlack. I don't. Uh, again, I think I think that's happened, but damn, I'd like to see that live. Hell yeah! I mean, that's gonna be two big old hosses out there. Just it's gonna be an MMA fight without any <laughs> yeah. technique. You know, it's no offense, but uh, you know, no striking technique. They're just gonna beat the dog piss out of each other. Exactly. Uh, the the next one I have is uh, Marcus and Raver. I'd like to see that. Right. I think those two would tell a really really cool story, and then. Uh, the last one I have is is John Wayne and Aiden. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, Aiden and John Wayne have had plenty of matches. And uh, and that's what I think would make one now even better, is the fact yeah. that in two years since they've really even had a match. Well, they've had, you know, four ways and different stuff in different places. But it's been, you know, two years since they've had a one-on-one singles match um, with the death match, you know, elements added to it. And, uh and they, they've both improved, you know, tenfold. So I would love to see that happen. Yeah. And genuinely, guys that are somewhat familiar with each other can tell a much better story, can work a much better match. Definitely. One of the biggest things I really look for in a match, it's one of the ways I help. I don't know if I suspend my belief, but it helps more involve me in the match is I look to see if guys are like taking care of each other and being safe. And I, I think generally when guys know each other better, they're they seem to work much safer. Um, it probably sounds like a nerd thing to look for that in a match, you know, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, John's one of the guys that you, he, it never looks like anybody ever gets hurt working with him. Um, yeah. he might kill himself, but you're going to be safe. 
So, and, and Aiden seems about the same way. So I, I just think those two could be, uh, could be really, really cool. So now well, there's also, there's also this element added to it. Um, they, they might work a little bit more safe, but the, the more, you know, somebody, the more stiff you also work a little yeah. bit too. You know what oh I mean? yeah, they're gonna lay it in. Yeah, so, yeah, those hell chops, yeah, absolutely. Those chops yeah. are gonna yeah. be busting chest uh, blood vessels for sure. Plus, I mean, plus they're IWA kids anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're they're from the school of you know hit hard and safe places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, Did they break in together, or is Aiden a few years behind John? No, Aiden's uh, just a little bit behind John. I know John is originally from the Tennessee area, and then came up to IWA. Um, Aiden came around maybe about four years ago. John Wayne's been around for about five or six. So it's, it's like, you know, right around the same time period, but I know John's been there a little bit longer than Aiden has. John's been around a little bit longer than Aiden has. So, all right. So what's the finals? If out of these eight guys book your dream finals, now it could be one of those dream matches or could be another one. Well, um, I, my, my last two, uh, the last two questions that you had put on, you know, that we had talked about or whatever, I kind of put those together, um, as far as what I want to see and what I probably think it's going to be. Um, I'm, I'm really kind of leaning towards Schlack versus John Wayne Murdoch. Um, but then also too, uh, because of that hometown connection, I could see it being Schlack versus Marcus Crane. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and either of those is going to be a banger, hell of a match. So, um, and they're going to do some really crazy shit between those three guys. Um, or hell, even put them in a three way. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, I don't uh, like, I don't like three way death matches. No, thank you. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Don't put them in three way. (laughs) I I mean, I know a lot of guys do like (laughs) my one thing. Well, I mean, it it happens a lot. That's the only reason why I said that, you know, but depending on time might happen again there. Yeah. Uh, I hope not. I, I, we, I, I feel like we shouldn't have the time constraints that others have had here recently. So, but anyway, uh, who, what's your? Um, who, who do you think is going to be in the finals? Wh- who do you think is going to be going one on one? The so the finals I'd love to see if I got to pick any finals I want would be Crane, or I'm sorry, would be Raver and Vite. Um, those guys tore it down. The first time I ever saw Oren at all. And the first time I saw G Raver while I was at that uh, the 400 degree show in, on a snow, uh, snowy night in Chicago in February. Um, and that was kind of, it was one of the first real deathmatch show, deathmatch heavy shows I was at. I had seen like Bueller and a couple of guys do some deathmatch shows here around Northern Indiana, but never really had seen a true deathmatch show live. So that was pretty crazy for that to be one of the first ones. Um, so I'd love to see that match again. But what I think we'll see is Oren and Crane. Okay. Yep. I could yeah. I I could see Crane being in the finals too just for that hometown connection, you know yep. what I mean? I think it's it's too so. good of a story not to necessarily tell. Yeah. So here we're going to yeah, get into sure. the the women's deathmatch tournament. This is going to be on um Saturday, July 13th. The show is also going to start at 7:30. Tickets are available at the same website we talked about earlier, which is Live, Die, Resist. And um, you can link to that from their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash live, die, resist. And then another slash because you have to close off the thing for Facebook to read it. Um, and this is Girl Fight Wrestling and Resistance teaming together. Girl Fight Wrestling is Pondo's company, right? Yep. It sure is. Yeah. Okay. So it's Pondo bringing his girls up from southern Indiana, um, which... I'm going to rely on you a lot for these Southern Indiana girls because I unfortunately 
like I said in the beginning, don't know these girls that well. I know like, uh, you know, Randy West and Jules Malone. I know who they are, but um, not a whole lot deeper than that. And Amazing Maria. But yeah, I'm going to just for the interest of time, I'm going to read through the names and then you and I together will break down the matches and, and we'll go from there if that's OK with you. Awesome. Yep. So we've got the first intern is Jules Malone, the Hardcore Princess. Um, then we have Addie Starr, Randy West, Marlena, Marlena Knox, Chloe, Nina Mo, Monet, I think is how you probably say that last name. Or Nina Monet. Nina Monet. Okay. Yep. I wondered if it was um, a play on Molette, you know, the drink. Or yeah. uh, the, you got Amazing <laughs> right. Maria. You never know with workers. They, these names sometimes can get a little rough. And then oh, yeah. uh, the, the hardest one to say here, Sabrina. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So the first round pairing uh, gives us the Hardcore Princess, Jules Malone versus Nina in a, in a light two match. You want to go through the next couple? Yep. Let me pull it back up here. Yeah. As we hear you type in your passcode. Uh, <laughs> and then we got, hold on. Where'd it go? There we go. You might have to edit this part. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing any editing. It's going up dirty. It's just going to be. Uh, we got right. Mark. Go ahead. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Yeah. All right. And then um, after that, we got Marley Knox versus the toughest broad in wrestling, Wendy, Randy West. And that will be a barbed wire boards match. Uh, you want to go ahead with number three? You want to just go, go back and forth? Yeah, sure. Then Addie Starr versus Sabrina in a fans bring the weapons match. I think that one's going to get a little nuts. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Both girls are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the fourth match in the first round, we have the Amazing Maria going against the Killer Chloe in a Bat Madness match. <laughs> that sounds violent as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. That sounds like, to me, that sounds like shots that are meant to get worked and then don't. And then some girl's going to end up with some busted ribs and pissed off and a whole lot of awesomeness is going to ensue. I think so. (laughs) Cause I I remember, so we used to yard like sort of nothing like we never recorded or anything. Trying to work a bat shot. Once your hands get sweaty is nearly impossible. Yeah. You're just laying a bat in your buddy. Even if it's a wiffle ball bat. Yeah. It's even a wiffle ball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it stings, stings, stings. So, and speaking of stings, uh, they said they were there was an interview with Stevie Ray on Busted Open on XM the other day, yeah. and they were talking to him about something, and they were the Sting's rubber bat shot that he took at must have been like Halloween Havoc or one of those shows, and okay. they're like, it looked like he laid it into you pretty hard, and he's like, oh yeah, Sting laid that rubber that rubber bat into you hard, and he's like, Damn. it knocked me so senseless. And he goes, and I took it in the shoulder, and it still rung my bell. So, ooh, you know, jeez, Stevie Ray's not a little dude. Sting's not nah. huge. Nah. So that tells not you that even those, even a worked bat, can mess you up. Hell yeah, jeez. So I'm gonna actually step back from seeding the tournament. I don't know these girls well enough to feel like. I mean, I know four of them pretty well. Yeah. I don't feel like I know them well enough to seed them. So I'm gonna let yeah. you. Because most of it seems like most of these girls that I would don't know are from your area, and you probably okay. are familiar with them. So I'll let you see them, and then I do have the rest of the stuff though. Yeah, well, I'm I'm familiar with most of them. Um, the only one that I'm not familiar with, and that's the reason why she's at my number eight, is Marley Knox. 
Um, I know she's done some stuff uh, for SMPW, which is a company in Illinois. Um, and she's done a lot of stuff there. Um, I know that she uh, she managed Pondo some up in SMPW and also a guy named Cash Borden, which, I mean, most Deathmatch fans are familiar with Cash. Um, and uh, and she did some managing for those two guys. Um, and I think that she might have been a part of a faction. But that's really all I know about her. I've never worked with her. I've never met her before. Um, so I'm I'm kind of interested to see what she's going to do in this tournament. Uh, and just see, you know, how she is in general. Because I've, I've definitely heard of her. Um, but I've never gotten a chance to see her yet. So that's literally the only reason she's at my number eight seed. Um, yeah, she was one on the deathmatch pages. Guys were trying to find some stuff about out about. And Marcus Crane chimed in and goes, if you guys haven't seen her before, you're going to want to watch. She's yeah. nuts. Yeah. She's going to take some bumps. Don't look at her and think, uh, you know, just another indie girl trying to work a deathmatch. Well, I mean, her profile picture right now at the moment is her with a, a nice little mask. You know what I mean? So uh, a nice little mask of blood. So yeah, and she's got a staple she's, gun she's, in her hand. And right, yeah, yeah, she's done some deathmatch stuff. I mean, obviously. So uh, I'm I'm kind of excited to see what she's gonna do. Um, but like I said, that's the only reason she's at my number eight is because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really not familiar with her. Um, my number seven is uh, is somebody I am somewhat familiar with. I've worked with her a couple times at Girl Fight. It's Nina Monet. Um, the reason I put her at number seven is because, um, I kind of looked into her cage match, uh, you know, the, the cage match listings and stuff. And I don't think she's done a whole lot of death matches, um, from what I can tell. Uh, however, I will say that she is an intimidating character. She, uh, she plays kind of a, a witch type character, um, you know, type voodoo-ish type, um, does some really crazy looking stuff and she hits hard. I know that for a fact because I've, you know, refed a few of her matches. Um, so who knows what she's going to do? I mean, it, it's cool to see her step in the deathmatch world and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and take that chance. Um, she may have competed in the one last year, uh, the death becomes her tournament last year. Yeah. But, it doesn't look um, like those results actually made it to cage match. Cause I was trying okay. to figure out who was in that. And yeah, I can't I think remember. She, I, I'm about 75% positive she was in that. I'm I'm not like super positive, but I'm pretty positive. Um, my number six, I went with uh, the killer Chloe. Um, Chloe is, and the the reason I put her at number six, um, Chloe here recently has been doing a lot, you know, more on the hardcore side. As far as um, the the last man, maybe two or three matches that she's had at Girl Fight, um, at the, you know, Girl Fight shows that we've had have been uh, street fights or, you know, um, a little bit more hardcore, you mm-hmm. know, weapons were involved or something. So, um, and I know Chloe is, is willing to go balls to the wall when it comes to death matches and is willing to get a little bloody. Um, so I, I think that, uh, that Chloe is going to, is going to show out and, um, and might possibly even surprise some people. However, not a lot of people know who she is. And that's literally the only reason I put her at number six. Um, my number five, um, my number five could be flopped with my number four, um, because I'm not really familiar with her, but I know that she has a lot of experience in this realm. My number five is Sabrina. Um, Sabrina is, uh, is an IWA Mid-South product. Um, I know that she, uh, used to referee for IWA and then she ended up, uh, you know, turning into a wrestler and um and started wrestling and, and doing some stuff and i know that she was venturing more on the deathmatch side um what the last that anybody had really heard of her 
Um, and she was, you know, doing some some crazy stuff. I've seen some pictures where she has some nice, you know, nice color um, and does some really cool stuff. Um, I haven't really got to watch too many of her matches. I've just seen some pictures, you know, of a lot of stuff. But I know that she's willing to get crazy. So that's the, why I put the her picture at my number that, five. What, the oh, picture ahead, that death uh, that the death becomes her two flyer has. She's got uh, the best crimson mask out all out all the girls, but probably Randy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she's so, a cute girl too, so that that helps. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I and that's Marcus why I put Gray her. Had the comment on her picture at one point though, who beat up their little sister. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I think that was her that he commented that on. Okay. <laughs> Um, my number four, I put Jules Malone, the hardcore princess. Um, I put Jules at four because, um, she is a little bit more experienced than most of the girls that are, um, that are in the tournament as far as just in pro wrestling in general. I'm not exactly sure how long she's been in the business, but I know that she's, uh, quite experienced and she's been doing it for a little while. Um, and I know here recently she's been doing a lot more deathmatch stuff um at different places and popping up different places so um that's the reason i put jules malone as my number four um my number three i haven't seen too much of um i did see her match um up in the new york new jersey area and that's Addie star um i put Addie star at number three um because she has a lot of buzz behind her right now and i've heard a lot of really really good things and of course you know the match that i saw i don't even remember you know oh um i know Jeff Cannonball was in the match. I'm not sure who else was in the match, but I, I know that was a crazy match that she had up at WrestleMania weekend in New York, New Jersey this past, uh, this past year. Um, so I put Addie Starr as my number three because she's got a lot of steam behind her at the moment right now, and, um, and I know she's doing some really cool stuff. So um, my number two, um, I had to put – see, and this is another one that I could flip either way, um, to be completely mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, but you know, gut feeling the first name I wrote down as my number two was Randy West. However, Randy could be number one too. You know, Randy's a former queen of the death match. However, the amazing Maria is a former prince of the death match and she beat, you know, a tournament full of guys. Whereas yep. Randy, it was, it was a bunch of girls too, you know, in the, in the tournament as well, but Randy's no slouch. Um, and, and Randy will go out there and bust you in the mouth. So um, it could go either way as far as Randy or Maria um, being my number one, number two. Um, but the way that I wrote it down, I put Randy West as two, and then the amazing Maria is one. Um, and that's so, yeah, probably that's how I would have put. I would have put those two. Those are the two that I'm the most familiar with their work. Um, yeah. But Randy's an Illinois girl, so I could see putting Randy over the girl from Southern Indiana. Only if I'm just looking at it just that way. Yeah. Um, but doesn't Maria, isn't she billed out of Canada? So I guess, or does she bill no, out of well, no. Now, no, now she's billed out of, um, uh, she is billed from evading her latest crime scene. Okay. <laughs> so, That's yeah. what she's billed from now. Yeah. Yeah. I think she dropped the Canada thing. So, but yeah, but Randy, <laughs> you know, Randy being the Illinois girl, she can play that up. And, you know, Randy's been yeah. working indies. Up and down Illinois for as long as I can remember. Oh, I would yeah. like, I would like to see her her do well. Um, and then, uh, between and then also now her and uh, and Joseph Schwartz and Zodiac, you know, as a bomb shelter, they've been yep. you know doing the same thing. So, so yeah. So who do you see uh, as the dark horse? Well, my dark horse. Um, 
I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, not, uh, is uh, is who I put as my number six seed. I think it could be Chloe to take it all as the dark horse, um, the one that surprises everybody. Um, you know, she's been getting a little bit, um, you know, more and more hardcore here recently, um, and doing some crazy shit. Um, and uh, and I, I I've seen some really entertaining street fights here with her recently. So um, I, I put her as my dark horse for that reason. Um, I also put, um, as a, a, maybe a possibility, um, I went with Sabrina, um, just because Sabrina has, you know, some experience in this field. Um, I believe she's probably, I'm, I'm sure she's been in a, a couple tournaments. I think she's been in a queen before maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I could see, uh, Sabrina possibly taking it, um, and being the dark horse that surprises everybody. Um, but I, I definitely I have would Sabrina say- as my dark horse. Yeah, my, my gut feeling, though, was Chloe, um, just because Chloe is, yeah. is doing some really crazy shit right now at this moment at Fight and other places. So, And that's that's the said, one, the, Sabrina, kind of, I guess, the wild was... card. Yeah, Sabrina would be the one I pick. Uh, the one wild card I don't know is I don't know the girl fight storylines. Um, okay. So I don't know what's going on there. Unfortunately, with, uh, you know, going behind my curtain a little bit, I have four kids. Um, and there's a lot going on in my house. So my wrestling time keeps getting dwindled down. So I have to pick the, the feds I watch and girl fight sometimes shows up on that feed. Sometimes it doesn't. It's also, who do I have to pay for versus who can I get a link? Um, yeah, there is only so many dollars. Um, so yeah. Um, but I would say Sabrina and I'm, I'm going to add one thing and I don't want to sound sexist, but there's, there's not really another way to put it putting a young pretty girl over in the tournament is not necessarily going to be a bad thing when you're going to basically, I think part of resistance's plan. If I'm resistance is I'm going to bring the guys, all the, all of the hardcore deathmatch, the GCW, the CZW fans. I'm going to bring them in with the guys tournament on Friday, keep them in Chicago for a night, get them to the girls on Saturday. The girls will take bumps and they're going to, I'm sure they'll do plenty of crazy shit, but some of the guys in the tournament are going to take some amazing bumps that I don't know that the girls are going to do. And I think one way to maybe That's start fair. selling some of these 50 year old guys that, you know, the, the guys that, you know, get off to watching the Bellas do their shit before they get in the ring is put, put the title on a, or put the championship on a, on a young girl. That's pretty. And Sabrina okay. kind of fits that mold. So um not trying to sound like a sexist or anything but that's kind right. of no, yeah. where i went with that that not to sound like uh, yeah, a creep. I, I could see no <laughs> no i completely yeah i could completely see that I mean, point too yeah and i mean don't get me wrong the rest of the girls are all pretty but sabrina's probably if i'm picking one i would say probably the one that's got the best mass appeal so then <laughs> your your favorite to win it my favorite to win it uh i gotta go with amazing maria Okay. That's my favorite. Um, she, um, she's been getting out there as far as, you know, this past year. Or, well, I guess technically it was last year, but you know, after her Prince of the death match, win, um, she started going balls to the wall and not only that, but that Prince of the death match, she took some really crazy bumps. Um, yeah. especially in her, uh, in that, uh, was it a three way with her, Eric, Ryan, I mean, uh, her, Eric, uh, Wayne and Marco stunt, uh, I think it was it was either three way or four way, and in that match, I know specifically she took a bump that that really messed her up, and then in the finals she cut herself all up. So Maria's yeah. willing to go crazy, balls to the wall. Um, 
and, and I could see her taking it all. Yeah. And I want to, if, if not her, then I would probably go with Randy West. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm thinking about the way I phrased that, I was like, not that I'm saying these girls aren't going to take amazing bumps and sick bumps. I feel like the eight guys in the tournament the night before are going to constantly one up each no, other. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't mean to say that these girls I, I aren't going to take big bumps. Yeah. You know, I, I completely agree with, with what you said. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to top some of the stuff that the that the guys in the first round because, I mean, like we had talked about earlier, you know, some of those guys are damn near willing to almost die. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know. And, and I will give 100% credit to every one of those girls. I would never get in a death match with anyone. So yeah. uh, major balls, you're all tougher than me. Uh, <laughs> my favorite to win, though, I'm going to take uh, – Addie Star, I think Addie's got the the rub from the stuff that happened out east this this spring, um, and I think she can bring a name and some legitimacy. Again, this is coming kind of from an outside, and I kind of feel stupid even making a prediction uh, as uneducated I, as I am in this. Um, but I think Addie adds the the ability to um, really add some name value and help if you're going to start building a, a hardcore or a women's side. Um, I know she's not necessarily homegrown to the IWA guys, uh, but um, I think she could. I think she adds uh, a lot to that to that stable and could again maybe give us a heel uh, yeah. in deathmatch wrestling. So I would like to well, see and, and and like I said, you know, she's got a lot of buzz behind her right now. So mm-hmm. a lot of buzz. She's, she's got about... a million Twitter followers. Jeez, not a yeah. bad. I don't know if she literally has a million, but she has a bunch. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that it's a bad thing to have her tweeting out stuff. And the same thing about Jules, too. Jules is super popular on Twitter and stuff. So Jules yeah. Jules could come through as a dark horse. I don't know why I didn't think about her. And another pretty girl as well. So, yeah. you know, um, and not that they have to be pretty, but I guess you guys know my type. <laughs> uh, so let's go with the uh, the finals you'd love to see. All right. Or, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Any dream matches? No, yeah, yeah, no dream matches. Yeah, dream matches in the tournament. Um, some of the matches I picked that I would love to see. Um, I would love to see Nina Monet go against Randy West, um, because, like I said earlier about Nina, she's got a great character, um, and you know she's she's pretty solid in the ring, um, and you know Randy is, you know, just as much. She's got a great character, um, and she's solid in the ring. A tough um, And she's a vet. And she, and she's well. To my point, she's a vet, and she could carry, you know, uh, a lot of different girls in the ring. Um, not not saying that Nina's you know bad or anything like that. That needs to be carried. No, Nina doesn't need carried, and we're not. Yeah, we know what no. you mean. Randy's but, been asked yeah, to but, carry a lot of girls that she probably should have never even like been in the stands, let alone yeah, get in the ring with. Facts. Yeah, yeah. So that um, so that that's one match I would really love to see is Nina Monet versus Randy. I would also really love to Hang see. Hang on, I want to say one thing real quick too. Oh yeah, at, go ahead. At, that, at that resistance show that I was at um, with New Jack and stuff, Randy, I had my five year old. Randy came over, got on her knees, and talked to my five year old for five or ten minutes. We were yeah. going through some personal stuff at the time. I didn't have the extra cash to buy any merch, and I even like when we walked in, you know, the, you know, everybody's got their gimmick tables out, and Mike was looking at stuff, and my daughter, had, I have a 15 month old now, and she had been in the hospital, and I had a million dollar hospital bill. Um, didn't have uh, two nickels to rub together at the time to buy a shirt or anything, and I said, "Hey, Mike, you know, we're not going to look. We're we're kind of broke right now." Randy, even knowing that, still came over and spent five to seven minutes, like on his level. Talking to him, Mike asked a very rude question. He asked where her tooth was. 
because uh, she says if one of her front teeth are knocked out. And she said that one of the, the bad guys knocked it out. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't flinch at that. Randy is an amazing human being. She um, really is. Yeah. She's a great, great woman. Yeah. Someone that I will do that list. to little kids because here's the, while my passion is growing deathmatch wrestling and especially Midwest deathmatch wrestling. And I think that's why John Wayne and Reed and Aiden and I have all hit it off so well. And you and I seem to be clicking pretty well as well is yeah. we all, we all share that passion. But the other passion I bring is getting kids into wrestling. My yes. five-year-old knows it's a work. I've already explained all that to him. I don't want him thinking this stuff's real. Um, we'll watch UFC. He knows that's real. He does know this is a work and this is a story, but the same way that my mom took me to see, um, Greece and stomp, I want him to watch this and see the art that it is. And he sees that. And with Randy sitting there and she talked to him about the bad guys. And I can't remember who the, the, there was a heel, uh, African-American woman that played like a very angry black woman. I can't remember what her name was, but she also kind of worked Mike the other way and said, don't yeah. you look at me and was messing with him a little bit. And Randy like told him, off, told her off. It was great. Mike got uh, Ronnie. It was Ronnie Nicole. Big Bang. Yes. Ronnie Nicole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mike got to like yeah, I love Ronnie. story yeah. a little bit. And then in the parking lot, she even walked up to him and gave him a hug, you know, afterwards. And she said, I know. Yeah, I hope, you know, I was just playing with you. I'm like, see, it's a, it's a joke. It's, it's, it's a story, Mike. We're at a movie. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I hated to go off. I know we're, we're going a little over what we said we wanted to do. So we'll probably skip that last segment I have there. We'll just call it here. But um, or we could talk about like the main events maybe. But um, okay. I wanted to put Ronnie or Randy and, 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 and honestly resistance over as a whole. The, yeah. every, everybody that they had there, they saw Mikey and you know between Shane Mercer picking him up and putting him on his shoulder at one point, which Mike said that Shane smelled really bad. And he just wanted down. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, this is as much as, so Mike's not ready, obviously at five to see light tubes and stuff, but what he is ready to see is the comedy matches, um, the legends matches, all that stuff and start understanding how you can get involved in a story. That's awesome. And and then in, in 10 years when he's 15 or 16, yeah, he'll start, you know, probably less than that. 12 years. He'll see some hardcore matches and then some death matches. You know, that's how that's how you build wrestling fans. But they've got to get involved in the story. You know, I remember my first wrestling show I ever saw live was when a snake chewed on Macho Man Randy Savage's arm. I was there. I was standing on the ramp and watched Jake and Randy walk out. My best friend said was a firefighter in Fort Wayne, and we got to stand on the ramp. They they like shook Jake's hand and I shook Randy's hand before they both walked out. Uh, yeah. incredible. We obviously we knew it was a work because as soon as they came back, they were laughing and uh, smoking cigarettes. It smelled really weird. It was bizarre. We couldn't figure <laughs> out. We kept asking why the cigarette smelled funny. Um, but yeah, it was so you know I knew from a young age it was a work, but it was an art, and they were telling a story, and that's what I tried yeah. to get my son. So sorry to go off on the tangent, but yeah. Um, no, that's that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, but like you said, Randy is a great, great person. She's an awesome woman. And and really great in the ring. So, um, and then my other dream match is actually um, uh, is actually one of the matches that I think could be in the finals. Um, uh, it's Maria versus Randy. Um, I've never got to see uh, Maria. Obviously, amazing Maria versus Randy West. Um, I've never got to see that match live, um, and I know that they've had matches together, um, but I'm I'm almost positive. I don't think I've ever got to see if I I may have refed one. 
but I, I couldn't even tell you when or where it was or what company or anything. I'm pretty but sure I, I watched like... a match of you guys the other day, and I think it looked like it was in the arena. Okay. It, it, but... Yeah, it could have been a girl fight. Matt. I don't I don't know. I feel like I have refed a match between them two, um, but it wasn't a death match. I would love to no, see those two a, go one on one in a death match. So it looked like a strong style match, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They definitely hit hard for sure. Yeah. And and I mean, when you get those two women in the ring, you kind of have to expect that. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I never got to see them in a death match realm against each other, and I would love to see Amazing Maria go one on one with Randy West, um, with all the death match elements involved. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I put that as one of my dream matches. Um, for the tournament, and then also it's it's one of the matches I could see possibly being in the finals. So, but before we get too ahead of ourselves, what's your dream matches? So mine would be Addy Star and Randy West. Um, okay. I think that just makes a lot of sense. But again, I, that could also be the finals. The other one I'd like to see is um, Randy and Sabrina. Um, and it, obviously, I, I, I'm a big fan of Randy West. So, um, but I think that could also potentially sort of be maybe a torch passing kind of moment. I know Randy's mm-hmm. by no way done, but I also know that Randy has a huge passion for going deathmatch wrestling and she knows that she's not the future. Um, and that these young girls are, and that could potentially be a way for her to give one of these young girls the rub is to go okay. out there and, you know, bleed all over each other and put on a hell of a show. And I think those two with the matches I've seen of Sabrina online, the stuff I've seen of Randy online and in person, um, I think those two could do, a. uh, they could, they could, they could show a lot of these boys, um, how to do a Lucha style hardcore match or a death match, I think. Sure. Um, and then what's, uh, what's your finals? All right. So, uh, I mean, I went, I, I had to pick three different matches for my finals because there's, there's three that I would love to see, and then there's you know the the one that I said that I would really love to see between Maria and and Randy West, um, but I could also see you know I pick Maria as my as my win, uh, as my winner, so I could definitely see uh, Maria against Addy Star um, being a possibility just because of all the reasons that, that we've talked about, um, and you know some of the reasons why she's your pick, um, and then also uh, Maria versus Jules, mm-hmm. um, I could see that being the finals. Um, but the finals that I would really, really love to see is definitely, um, the amazing Maria versus Randy West. Um, I, I really want to see those two, um, get their shine, you know, like they said, like you said, they're, they're both towards the end of their careers. Um, and I, and I would love to see them, uh, get some kind of shine, um, uh, before they, uh, hang it up finally. Um, and you know, both of them have, you know, enough accolades between the two of them, but, uh, I would love to There's see them no, bang it out. No one's going to call that tournament illegitimate if one of them wins, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I would love to see that final between Maria and Randy West. Uh, what's, your, what's your pick? So I have I have three as well. The The first one that jumps out to me would be, um, would be Randy and uh, Maria. Um, again, for everything we've said, I think we both pretty much line up on that. Then I have uh, Addy and Jules. Um, I think that'd be fun and just kind of different. You know, there's going to, the tournament's going to have to break down kind of weird. There's going to be an upset or something in there. Maybe, you know, if Jules gets to the finals, she's probably upset a couple of names or maybe she went through the young girls or uh, I think Jules is definitely plays more of a heel. Um, And I think it would be fun to have a a heel make their way through the tournament. Um, So I I think that could be fun. And then the, the last one I would like to see is uh, Randy and Sabrina. 
And again, for the awesome. stuff I was talking about before, let's get a maybe. I don't know that Sabrina needs to win to get the rub from Randy. Uh, again, I'd I'd still probably like to see Randy win, but maybe Sabrina goes out there and, and puts on a show and uh, just gets some rub. I do want the one thing I hate that happens sometimes in tournaments is if we seed them, it goes chalk, especially or at least in the first round where all the favorites kind of win. The kids go out there and, you know, they do their job. And mm-hmm. let's face it, this is this is a business. Um, it is all predetermined. Uh, and the young kids are paying their dues. These these young girls know they're a lot of them are going up there to count lights and and, and do you know one match and, and get out yeah. of there. But um, I think sometimes a tournament can serve to help. I'm not saying that you need to put a girl that no one's ever heard of into the finals, but give her a win over somebody we know. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think that's a bad idea, or at least make her look strong. Build these girls. Make it so when I try and 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 search up. Um, who was it that I had to for for Marlena Knox? I can't. She doesn't have a cage match. She doesn't have anything. Let's make it so there's a cage match for her or yeah. or Chloe. She's the the only thing I could find was a a ladiesports.com interview. Um, give these you know let's let's start building these girls up a little bit. If these if this is going to be, I hope that next year for for Death Becomes Her Three, this is the you know the preeminent women's death match tournament in the country. Uh, yeah. I hope this is up there with Queen. Um, yeah. let's get these, let's get these girls out there and, and start making some stars out of them. I agree. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's all the reasons why I could see somebody like Addie star winning too, you know? Yeah. And that's, I was just going to say, unfortunately that probably means we're going to have a little more chalk, uh, in the tournament, but you know, it's, uh, um, you're going to need, uh, you know, you, you got to put some kids got to win and you got to get some names out there, but it, it's rough. I, I, I would never want to be a booker. I always think that in my brain that, oh, I'd be such a great booker. But then you start sitting down and you're like, well, I could just, you know, bring all four of these young kids up and have them all win. And you don't know how they're going to do. And, you know, the old hands, there's a reason Randy West has been around for over 20 years or yeah. for about 20 years is because she knows how to go out there and, and do a 20 minute match and tell a story. So exactly. Yeah. So then the other the other show we wanted to kind of touch on real quick is going to be the uh, the ICW rated R freedom show, the American way uh, that's going to be on July 28th. So towards the end of the month, we'll go through that whole card later on. Uh, but I do want to hit on the because this isn't going to be just a death match only show. We're death match first, but we're Midwest wrestling, too. Um, so we'll go through that whole card a little later on. But there's some pretty cool. It looks like there's three good matches that are going to feature some deathmatch guys and some guys from out of town. So Sean, if you want to take the first couple and where you think things are going to go. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, we got, uh, we got a double main event for this show, um, for the ICW alternative title, a barbed wire doors and tubes bundle match, the dark prophet or invite who we've talked a lot about on this show. Um, he is the current champion. We'll be going against one of my favorites. I love this guy, Eddie Only. Um, he is an AIW product, um, and Eddie is one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Um, so that's going to be a really fire match. <laughs> I'm, I, I would love to see that um, whenever it drops. That's Minnesota uh, versus Ohio right there, right? What's that? 
It's Minnesota versus Ohio. It's a oh, it's a yeah, Big Ten absolutely. football game waiting to happen. That's going to be yeah. Well, and and it's two guys who who are looking to really break their teeth in the death match, um, mm. in the death match realm. Because I know Eddie only um, is definitely intrigued by the death match, um, you know, lifestyle and and uh, in the death match world, I guess. Um, and then of course Oren has been out here killing it um, for, you know, GCW, the resistance, all kinds of companies, ICW. So I, I feel like that's going to be a, a very, very good match. Um, so definitely Just at a glance, who do you have to take in that? Ah, man. I mean, I, if, if I knew their storylines and stuff a little better, I could probably make a better pick. Um, I'm just going to go with Oren just because he's their current champion. He's a hometown guy. Um, I don't know how much Eddie has really worked with that company. Um, and he just so he did really... just drop their other belt last month. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I agree with you. That he I could think... win it then. He could win it. So. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you on that. I think I think Oren will probably win that. I think, or, uh, yeah, Oren will probably get it, but but if, if he's... They're going to make each other lead like crazy. In, in that company before, then it could be Eddie, too. But No, I, Eddie's, I, I think this is Eddie's only his second shot. I'm sorry, Oren was the double champ. I, I apologize if I was oh, clear. Oh, oh, Oren, okay. I believe, had their okay. heavyweight and their alternative belt, and then he oh, just, wow. I think he dropped... I'm sure there's a million people, a million. Yeah, we've got a million listeners. Uh, uh, there's several people, including Dysfunction, who will probably listen. Uh, screaming at their at their phones right now. I, I don't remember who he dropped the belt to, but he dropped uh, one of their belts, I think, okay. in June. Um, okay. So yeah, I think I think Orin will win it. And then the other match in the double main event is going to be the Four Corners of Insanity, where Dysfunction is going to face the Liberty the Liberal Army founder Charles Smooth. D. I don't know what the D means by his name. Do you? Mm-mm, no. No, I'm used to I, maybe I that's supposed to be heard a of that guy. No offense to him. I I, I've either. never heard of him, but uh, but I mean, you know, obviously, this seems something in him as, as Dis's company, so yeah. Um, and it, if this is gonna work, him, you know, it's gonna be a freaking fun match, so absolutely 1000%. Yeah, this this is this is the man, he puts on hell of a good matches. And if it in his own company, he's not gonna, you know, go against somebody who isn't gonna bring it, you know what I mean? So and it, and I know we're we're pushed for time, and I want to try and keep this under two hours and everything. But have you seen uh, his Twitter lately? What the mask he just got and what's coming out? No, he's got a weed man I'll mask. He's, he's bringing back weed man. Dope. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, That's so cool. I'm like, please be within two hours of Chicago, because <laughs> I pretty much got to stay within two hours of Chicago to not get divorced. Uh-huh. <laughs> so please be within two hours of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Or That's somehow awesome. I need to figure out a way to get my ass paid to be there. If I can do one of those two, <laughs> my wife won't care. But there's okay. no way I can go to like freaking Cleveland for free. Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. gonna be like, oh no. No. And and let's be really clear before the jokes start. My wife definitely wears the pants when you live in a house where your wife has more money than you. You're uh, uh yeah. You you shut up and you listen. Uh-huh. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another match that's that's going to be a whole lot of fun is the All Weapons Legal Horror Slam Showcase match. Are you you've worked some Horror Slam stuff, right? Uh, no, I have not yet. No, I wish I have, but I, I pay attention a little, little bit. Um, and I know some of the guys that have came from there. 
um, or that work there a lot. I've I've worked with a couple of their guys. I think they've came different places that I've been at, but well, you nah, worked I'm, with Chuck I'm really not in, in, in Indy, right? Yeah, Chuck was at the the Chuck was at the AWR show, um, and Chuck he was awesome. He was such a good character, punk, you know, the punk rock character and all that. Um, so, and then who's the other guy in it? Jeff King. What's that? Jeff King, the hardcore old timer. Ah, now him, Jeff, I have worked with. He was in my very first King of the Death match in 2017, um, and he did a great job. I know he's going to be in Southern Sickness Cup coming up to uh, coming up soon, also. Um, so in October, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff is awesome. He's he's awesome. So and Chuck's team is really good too. So that's going to be a fun match. Yeah. And that's uh Chuck Chuck has instantly become one of my favorite wrestlers only because that's uh um my mom's maiden name. So nice. <laughs> uh to see that it's like hey, that's what's up. Uh, you right. know, guy. Related. There's, yeah. <laughs> we're we're we yeah, I'm going to find your ass on ancestry, dude. Right? And I, I actually was I was born in the Fort Wayne area, so, you know, the joke sometimes is the Fort Wayne area is about suburban Detroit. So, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so therefore Chuck and I are obviously cousins. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's that's kind of that show for now. We'll definitely go into it more. I'm sure you and I will touch oh, yeah. base we'll, yeah, sometime, we'll deep, dive deeper sometime around sure. the 21st-ish. We'll look to drop that next show. Sean and I both live pretty busy lives with full-time jobs and kids and wives and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. And so this won't be like the old show that was dropping four times a week. Um, <laughs> Sean and I want to definitely, I think we're 100% on the same page that we want to focus on content and quality rather than quantity. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. There was more show prep done for this show than there was two weeks of the other show. I yeah. hope that comes <laughs> through in this. Um Guys, here's the other thing I'm going to say. If we start getting a bunch of hate and shit, we're just going to stop. Um, you know, this takes a lot of time away from all of our stuff. All the feedback is good, but, you know, don't bury us either. If 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 you don't have anything, if, if there's something we can do to make the show better, great. If it's Max, your voice fucking sucks and you shouldn't be on the radio, you know, keep that shit to yourself and don't download the next one. Because that's the shit that kills this stuff. If you guys like it, Truth. download five stars help us out however you can uh i'm gonna break a little news here right now i am going to be at least at the men's show hopefully the women's show as well i gotta work a couple things out with a babysitter i don't feel like it'd be appropriate to bring a four-year-old girl with me to that show um and we're i've got set up currently to do interviews with john wayne murdoch aiden blackheart and oren Veit. They're giving me interviews before the show, and then after each round, we're going to get bloody, nasty, gross interviews with the guys. Sean, I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to interview you in between your uh, your bouts of refing, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, right, you already awesome. know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I have no there, problem with that at all, yeah. There's going to yeah. be a lot of great content. The, I think for now, the main place we're going to focus is on YouTube. Uh, that's probably where you're listening to this now, or you've downloaded it from YouTube. Um, that's going to be kind of my main place to focus. I do want to do more videos than we did with the, with the other stuff. I think video is kind of where it's at. So that's kind of going to be where I want to focus. This is is a wrestling podcast. Um, and the other thing is I want to hear from you guys. What can we do better? What can we add to the show? What do you, who do you want us to talk to? I definitely want to set up some interviews for the show later on. We had a couple trying to do, but guys that are booking a show in four days are a little busy. Um, so who do you want to talk to? 
Sean's got some good context. I've got some good context. We could probably get a hold of most guys if if they're real For big sure. names. They charge, so we're not going to do those. Um, <laughs> yeah, and well, and 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 off of what you were saying, um, as far as like you know, um, we are all for constructive criticism. You know what I mean? Um, please, any way that we can make this show better, um, let us know. Um, but you know, just unnecessary hating is, like I said, unnecessary. Right. Um, so you know, if if we get a bunch of that, then I it's mean, it's a creativity killer. Exactly. But, however, please help us out in any way that you can. If you're listening and you're like, hey, guys, why don't you try this? You know, um, give us, please, please throw names out there. I, I'm booked nearly every weekend. Um, pretty much every weekend. I'm, I'm at least at IWA Mid-South and Grindhouse Pro Wrestling, which is Too Tough Tony and uh, Rudy Switchblade School. Um, you know, I'm, I'm either one of those places every week for sure. And then, you know, wherever I'm at on a Friday or a Saturday. So I see guys all the time. If there's anybody that you want us to interview, um, new, old, whatever, let me know. And I'll definitely put out a word for sure. And here's the other thing is we also have ears of some of the bigger promoters in the indie world. If yeah. you've got if you're a worker that's listening and you want to get out there, I could tell you Gary with AWR and I talk pretty much weekly and he's constantly asking for you know his big thing on facebook right now is who are the deathmatch guys that no one's heard of mm-hmm. you know so yeah if you're a worker and, that's and, and i work for soul, awr so <laughs> yeah yeah so. if, if we, we we can help guys out um big things we might be looking for in the future is somebody that can edit and upload podcasts quickly that would be somebody cool to reach out to us and help us out um we'll split the, a third of all the pay with you which is zero so, <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to get you a hot dog from the concession stand. Yeah, I will. I will totally buy you a beer. I'm about to hit Sean up to sneak me into the uh, to the deathmatch tournament this weekend. So yeah, um, that's how that's how we're doing. Right. Hey, leave that back door open. Put a rock in it. I'll be in in five minutes. I got gotcha. you. All right. So I'm gonna end this real quick. Um, four. The Midwest Danger Deathmatch Wrestling Podcast. This is episode one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night. Hang on one second. Jeez, if it's not. Gonna have to edit it now.